Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie hi my name is heather graham and i'm playing dorothy tyson in the movie the last rampage Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison, and uh, it's a very dark story, and Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Feral Audio.
Rob Schneider at the truck show. He was in Dukes of Hazard, now he's nowhere to go. He cuts his car, had a racist flag on it. I'm a little show promoter and I wear a bonnet. It was my mom's idea, she made me a baby. I want a fucker or killer or maybe. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. That song was created by a fellow named Michael Hartigan. If you're out there, Michael, thank you very much for your beautiful service. Dan, you have an enormous thermos on stage right now. Please tell me that's not all vodka in there. I have switched my cheat day to Sundays on my diet, and uh, this is a pina colada. That Aaron made me. <laughs> it's a, a, I think it's a gallon. I <laughs> she's been really, she, uh, she's really been feeding me today. I'm kind of in a food coma. Uh, I may, I may puke onto the microphone and onto Anatoly. Um, mm. So you, you just, you just this week decided to switch to uh, Sunday cheat day. Yeah. That, so the last week when you ate the cheeseburger out of the Bloody Mary on stage, that was uh, that was just comedy sake, right? That was just entertainment. I can't. Remember. Oh yeah, no, I was. I stayed on the. Wait, what do you mean? Last week was the show was on Sunday. All right. But, oh, so you switched it last week. Jesus Christ! Who cares? Just <laughs> <laughs> so, so want to lie to these people. I, I, it's, wait, what is that? What's, is there a logo on that thermos? That thing is enormous. This is yeah. I gotta remember to bring this back to Aaron. And I and I, I, <laughs> I see. I, I I enjoy a pina colada. A gallon seems a little over the top. Uh, I don't want to waste my cheat day. <laughs> but I, I I I may puke all over everyone, because I uh, I got up this morning and I at six forty five a.m. and I and I used Postmates to order McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> Did you, did you get up that early because you always wake up at that early or because it's a cheat day and you it's want to start? A, I, yeah, it's because I've, I've been, because I've been, you may have noticed I've never lost any weight ever. So you're probably wondering, is this diet work? Well, it, it, it can if you stick to it. I've never stuck to it. I've like, like cheat days turn into cheat weekends, turn into cheat weeks. And so I just basically am the same fatness that I always am. But, um, so, but, but I've last like three weeks or so. Uh, I've been really committing to the diet, so this then this last like period was particularly hard on me. <laughs> now, the, the idea of the cheat day being that you like you fool your body back into a like a glycemic thing, or and then, and then you go off it. And yeah, I think you're just keeping your body off rhythm. I never read the book that the <laughs> Aaron Aaron read it. I think it's basically like Atkins without dairy, but you're you're allowed to eat beans. So it's beans, meat, and veggies all week, and then one day a week, so that your body pro probably so your body doesn't go into ketosis or, or just adjust metabolically. You are supposed to spike your blood sugar and your, you know, your blood sugar. You're supposed to spike your blood sugar. Uh, and you're supposed to eat, like, a birthday cake and just rub Big Macs on your balls and just wear a pizza for a hat. And, like, 
and and I do. I I, re I really take it very seriously. And uh, and so and so I I got the uh, I got the McDonald's, and I sat down and I played Witcher three. And um, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and then, and then at some point, Aaron came came home with some Del Taco, and I just didn't move, and I just kept eating. The room slowly filled up with farts, and <laughs> so she would like slide stuff over to me, and and then she she made sliders and like mac and cheese with Doritos sprinkled on them, and and a big pina colada and a pineapple, and I said I should bring this to the show, and she made me a big pina colada. So if you're on the fence about getting married, you know. <laughs> You know, it's fine. I, I, I said, I said, Aaron, what's this? What is this straw? What's the straw from? And she said, that is an unused. I said, stop, don't. <laughs> if, it, if you have to say it's unused, you're not about to say uh, a Mesa straw from the party store. It's uh, probably an antifreeze. But <laughs> a licensed pre-owned bull catheter. <laughs> Uh, are you do you think, but do you think the holes of uh, bulls' penises are bigger than? Do you think some some, some, some woman on the audience went no? Well, I I heard a guy going like no. Do we are two different people? I think they're probably a little bigger. I, no? I I mean they gotta be like a little. Well, why, why do I mean they gotta be? I wonder if urethras. Are all the same diameter? Of course not. No. Of course not. A goldfish doesn't have. A, a mouse's urethra is thinner than mine. I hope. It's like a party straw. My uh, 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 mine's like a party straw. A mouse's is like a little baby party straw. And then, like, so I'm sure, like a whale's, you could probably put a ping pong ball down it, and it would probably have space around it. The ping pong ball. <laughs> Witcher three, probably not gonna get a, any uh, high marks on the uh, feminist gamer report card. A lot of, a lot of. I kind of got tit fatigue playing that game. There's a lot of titties in that game. A lot of strong women, I guess, but they're they're strong and they have their tits are everywhere. I'm truly bored with tits right now. Are the guys semi-clad too, or naked? I guess I, I, I well, there's, I, no, I mean, the, no, it's the same old, same old, uh, I think, hypocritical thing. Like the, 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 pro, the protagonist is, I guess he's kind of a beefcake, but he's covered in scars and he's pale, <laughs> and then everyone else is just a big fat guy, I think, or a dwarf. I'm not saying dwarves can't be attractive. Sorry, fellas, but. But it's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of a lot of D cups and a lot of uh, a lot of acting like they're just normal. It's just normal for them to just be out, and um, and it's a, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's um, like it's one of it's one of those games where um, where you do the where it has like relationship options. You know, like there's like different characters, and you're sort of like while you're playing the game, you have like these multiple kind of romantic roads you can go down. But it, it I, 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 uh, there's this, there's this woman in the beginning of the game that you like, and then she's treating you like garbage, even though you clearly like her, 
So then, and then, but then it's kind of clear, like, oh, she must be like the female lead kind of thing. Like, I guess I'm supposed to have a will they, won't they with her, and I guess I'll meet up with her later. But then in the meantime, there was this redhead, and I was just like, will you marry me? And then so like, so now the rest of the game, I'm like, the the uh, re- regular one is like keeps on. I don't know. It's it's it kind of the game kind of fucks you over because it definitely gives you the option of totally full-on monogamous commitment to this uh, to this redheaded sorceress. If the first woman that was that treats you cruelly were a redhead, would you be more into her? Yes. Okay. And, it, and, and that's not and that's not my fault because this is, you know it's a video game, so it's like the hair, like especially like it's like what else is there? You know, like it's. Like it, it, I don't know, and there's like like well the fir- like I said the first one I don't like the I don't like the strident type I don't I don't go for that that business I don't but it doesn't make my little wiener jump up when when somebody's like you're a piece of shit I'm not like yeah <laughs> yeah I like I like a little e- 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 equivalence wasn't the, wasn't the redhead in the recent Jurassic Park kind of strident wasn't she kind of a tough nut or well not? there's a difference between like like with withdrawn and, like, mean. Oh, okay. Because the mean thing seems dishonest if you're going to end up actually, you know, coupling with someone. Like, well, then you didn't mean it when you said I was a poo-poo face, right? Because otherwise, you're a poo-poo face fucker. So now, and, and now I'm a liar fucker and a poo-poo face, I, but not a, or not a poo-poo face. We know people that like being called a poo-poo face. That, that's what turns them on. Like, yeah, like, like, like Dino. Dino yeah, likes like, being called a poo-poo face. Yeah. He likes actually, he likes poo-poo on his face. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm not me. Not so much. I don't like. I get. I get. I get mad when people humiliate me. Even even in the video game realm. Well, like, yeah. like even yeah, just like even even that's part of the program of that game. Yeah. Well, I, I'm especially well. Anyway, so that's the thing. So this game really sets you up to to. to I'm in the midst of this right now. I, I almost want to stop playing the game because it is. I am kind of immersed in it. The first girl, it wasn't working. I decided it was like, well, she she decided. She said, like, I don't, you know, she's like cold shouldering me. I kept the, the for the first couple levels. I'm like, hey, what do you think of me? And she's and she's like, oh, I I'm British and I have black hair, so I'm like that archetype, and I'm gone. <laughs> And then this, then this redhead sorceress, and she's nurturing, and she cares about the other mages, and I helped her do this whole like Harriet Tubman underground mage railroad story, where we like we 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 got the mages out of out of the city before the horrible anti mage Hitler was gonna kill them all, and it's like that kind of that that turns me on. Yeah, but that, it's, that, that sounds to me like that you're supposed to fall in love with her and not the the the, the, the black haired British lady from the beginning. Wait, sorry, what? That sounds like they're they're setting you up to love her. They set they. Set Set me up. They, they, they. Yes, because it's obviously available in the program. Because I did. I was like, I kissed her. You know, I could have not kissed her, and then I. So I chose to kiss her, and then um, because she looks like my wife, and <laughs> and then and then I was like, yeah, I'm gonna choose her because I see this as one of these multiple choose your romance games. So I'm definitely. This is good that they let me not choose this. This strident, you know, British cold, 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 cold applesauce uh, person. 
just like you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a raven-haired heartbreaker. I'm gonna mm, I'm so mean to you like your mommy. Um, I'm not. Thank you for not making me do that. I like this. I like this. I like this nurturing type. Are, are there are there other options? Or is there a third woman? Are you, are you? Well, I'm not. I feel like I'm like a quarter through the game and I'm already fucked because I. So so I like the redhead. I was like, you know, I was like, well, don't. It's okay. We did the adventure and then, and then there was an option that said, please don't go. And I was like, please don't go. And then there was an option that said, I love you. And I was like, I love you. And then and then she's like, okay, I'll stay. And I'm like, okay, great. Um, and then. And then we had we had sex on a in a in a lighthouse and uh, and then and the, are but, you typing things in or is this a, these no are I'm not typing <laughs> are these options that come up on the screen these you are these are like these are like these are like story options you're choosing based gotcha. on like you know three dialogue I, decisions I so now you're married to this redhead in the video well, I didn't marry her but I might as well have I like yeah I might made made love in this. Um, <laughs> What level of uh, intimacy do they uh, do they show you while you're making? Oh, it's say, really weird. Do they cut you a tra- train going into a tunnel and a they rocket? Don't, well, they don't. They show you both naked. Then they show like her naked butt, and then they show my hands slide over her butt. And but then they cut to just a wall. And there was like, but there wasn't even like a shadow of humping or anything. But it was like, there's like they already showed like boobs and butts and like. It's clearly it's not for kids. This game, like they, they say the c word in it and uh, and the f word all the time. Fuck is the f word. Uh, that that uh, the 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 anyway. So 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 I made love to redhead on a lighthouse in a lighthouse in a lighthouse. Not, not on a lighthouse. That's dangerous. In in it, yeah, they're kind of pointy on top. So then and then and then she goes like so I guess and then we had the conversation of like. Oh, so I guess uh, I guess we're gonna be together forever. Yeah, but I gotta like, I gotta finish this video game though. Like, like, like I was like, I gotta finish like yeah. the next eighty-five percent of the game without her. Right, because it's not like the game is so sophisticated that now she's just hanging out, like right. going like we're in love too. Yeah. So you, so I just said so, I love you to na- see her butt, and then she le- leaves the game, and now I'm in the part of the game where now that I have to go be with the brunette and the and the but the game is making my character keep flirting with the brunette. It's not a choice. He keeps saying stuff like, oh, you smell good. And I'm like, no, I didn't say that. I'm from Wisconsin. I wouldn't pull this shit. This is the kind of guy I hate. And they're making me, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to, is the game supposed to? Is it, there should be an option, or maybe there shouldn't, but to go back to the redhead woman and say, look, I know that there's probably 80% more video game out there. <laughs> but I'd rather hit game over with you. The I'm kind of, like, it's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish, I, kinda, I honestly, I would push the, the brunette off a cliff if, I, if it was an option. Well, because she won't, st- I mean, because well, I would say, I'm sorry, it's, I'm. You smell nice! The, ga- the, game's, the, game's, the, the game keeps making me act like I want to fuck you, but I don't want to, so I'm going to murder you. And she's like, you're mentally ill. Because <laughs> she doesn't know it's a video game, so. She's... Is there, a, can you come on too hard where she hates you, like like a Jack Tripper or Three's Company episode? Or you, you, I, you, I'm, not, I'm not going to try that. There are options where it says, like, you can lay it on even thicker, and I'm just choosing the neutral, just, like, all business, you know? Right. And I can't wait for her to ask. What's going on? I'm going to be like, I am a married man. I made love in a lighthouse. And I just want the rest of the game to just be about uh, killing werewolves. Do you think the game is designed for people to, like, you, 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 oh, the first girl I meet, 
I'm gonna date her. She's like the evil part of my my mother. You're like, oh, she's hard to please. I'm gonna date this this British lady, like a schoolmarm. And then you realize, oh, she sucks. And yeah. then later on, you're supposed to meet the redhead. It's definitely it's, yeah. it's it's laid out that way. It's pretty ingenious. Like it's kind of it's very for a video game. If it was a movie, you'd be like, well, this isn't very smart. But for a video game, it's pretty sophisticated. Like stuff. The the, the, the game Dragon Age Origins had had uh, had had some stuff like that. I thought was pretty. That's pretty fun. I'm old. I'm playing video games. I like, I like that some of them have like a more nuanced story component to them. Um, but, but the danger of that is that now I'm yeah. I've, I, now it's like the game is about anxiety. <laughs> I, I can't now I can't escape life. I'm like in a worse life. In a, in a, like, like it's it's like a terrible. I'm like living a lie in the video game. In the in the real life, I have a beautiful woman bringing me cheeseburgers, and I'm and I, there is you're no, hanging out with a poo poo face lady. Yeah. <sighs> Tess Tris Marigold, that's the red. That's the sorceress. Wow, you, you said that with such wistful. Uh, was it Tess Marigold? Tr- tr- Tris. Tr- Tris. Yeah. She's Tris. But you know Tris. All right, so anyways. Oh, you, know, you forgot to bring Spencer up. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I, I got mesmerized with the uh, Ty, Ty Brixton song. Spencer Crittenden, everybody! <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, Spencer. I, I, I was remiss. I'm, I'm very sorry. Don't even trip. This is a great song, man. It's a lot better than me. No, don't. No, not like that. I mean, it's really that good of a song. I've been, I've literally just been driving around and I'll be like, I'm singing. I'm like, come, come over here. It's so good. Hey, guys. How far, Dan, how far down that gallon of op- that opaque jug of uh, pina colada do you think you are? Oh, I can't tell. Hey, lick off the whole straw and do like the dipstick test. <laughs> that, that is a bull catheter. Shit. That is some viscous shit. It's really good. I have a perfect wife. I have the perfect wife. She's not here tonight. What, what is she up to? Is she fatigued from cooking for you all day? She's right. She's got a lot of. She's got to make. Uh, you know, it's uh, our friend Kimber's birthday tomorrow. I think. Oh yeah. So she's making some stuff. <laughs> I think I should switch no, Jay back to Saturday. I think this is not good for I, performance. How? Because I feel sluggish, and I'm also like the hot, the summer heat, and I'm oh, yeah, like, under these sweat. lights. So I just I just look like Jabba the Hutt, like like. <laughs> I, just, I should just go back. How, how is that? Is that a proper pina colada? Like the, in terms of? Oh yeah, this is pretty standard. Like booze, booze to mixer ratio. Oh, it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but it's, it's boozy. It's pretty boozy. Damn, that's a lot of booze, you Jackson. Try I'll try a sip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I gotta try it, bro. <laughs> 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 well, what's in a pina colada? I'm not good at alcohol. It's uh, rum, uh, rum, coconut, milk, uh, pineapple, and something else. Shit. You like booze and milk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try it, Spencer. Come on. No, I'm take, good. Take a bite off of that sandwich, man. Come on. Do you guys remember the Darwin Awards? There's a guy who won a Darwin Award for trying to make alcohol by mixing beer. Or no, by mi- <laughs> if he started with beer, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he, he was mixing milk with just car gasoline. Oh. 
because that's how booze is made. And he died from drinking it? Yeah. He drank so much that he died? I mean, I don't know how much you'd have to drink, but yeah. Do you remember, the, I mean, I, it might be apocryphal, but when I was in college, do you remember the story of the guy that died? He was doing a, a headstand and he put a bottle, a bottle of Jack Daniels up in his butt and he let yeah, the, remember, he let the booze drain into his butt and he just yeah. died. Yeah, I don't think that was an urban legend. Oh, I think that really man. happened to a guy. Yeah. That's some serious butt chugging. <laughs> That's what they call that. That's not some Saturday morning brunch butt, ch- butt chugging. <laughs> This isn't your grandmother's butt chug. That's, that's, not, that's, nice that's not like a casual mimosa, mimosa being butt chug. Poured, poured down your anal cavity at 45 degree angles by a group of well-meaning friends before going to see uh, uh, a Marvel movie. <laughs> this is this is hardcore butt chugging. <laughs> I would butt chug a little bit of that pina colada. That was delicious. Oh, that'd be cold. <laughs> you, you, you want cold, though. I mean, more than you wouldn't want hot. How come putting stuff in your butt makes it go into your blood faster than putting it in your mouth? I think there's a, a more closer capillary network to the edge of the skin, probably, right? But that doesn't... Uh, oh, okay. It's, it's, oh. it's not... Pro- like, your skin is, like, protective tissue. It's designed to prevent absorption. Yeah. But your, like, inner insides are not. So I think that things can just pass into your bloody. But why wouldn't they save that apparatus for up here? Let's is see. the answer because you don't want that much to get through up here? I think that's the answer. Yeah, but then probably. again, what's down there is poop. <laughs> yeah. But that's your intestines, but I think the, right? the, the idea th- throughout your entire digestive tract, you, uh, your body is trying to reabsorb anything that's valuable all the way until the, <laughs> the last drop. Yeah, so that's, so that's the so last resort. That's the ultimate filter back there because that's the last shot you got, man. <laughs> That's you know, uh, elephants, you know how everybody goes to the zoo and they see an elephant eat grass out of another elephant's asshole? Oh, yeah. And they always think they are the they saw the craziest thing in the world. But, this is, like, elephant shit is basically just grass. Like, yeah. you could eat it. It would be great. <laughs> because they just, like, animals that digest cellulose, which we cannot do, if we ate a handful of grass, our stomach would be like, why are you doing that? That's, that might as well be just a house or something. Uh, and I'm not a termite. The The... But deer and rabbits and elephants, cer- certain certain mammals have like uh, the enzymes that they can break down cellulose so they can eat grass, whatever that is, basically. But they, they pass so much of it through. Like it's such an inefficient engine that their poop is like practically edible. They're the original butt chuggers. <laughs> they're the opposite of butt chuggers. They're, they're butt munchers. But, but, but they're, <laughs> They're butt munchers. They're buffet butts. They're the the elephant that's eating the poo out the out the first elephant. He's a butt muncher. He's a butt muncher. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got we got that settled. All right. We're we're getting a lot done tonight. It's a it's a it's a low energy show. I got I got a a lot of uh, got a lot of food in my stomach, but we're getting some stuff done. Dorito mac and cheese. Yeah, that's just mac and cheese with Dorito sprinkles. I mean, you're gonna make me puke. Oh, another th- another thing about Witcher Not 3. Not the gallon of pina colada. I'm going to make you puke. Go ahead. Witcher 3 is like... And I don't think... I, I didn't mean to... I wasn't decrying it as a sexist game or anything. I just think that in the last five years, the, with the world changing under her feet... I, I don't I don't have a horse in that race, so I'm just going like, oh, those are neat tits. But, uh, like... And I, th- I, think, I think that it's a very enjoyable game for everybody. I just think in that one particular area, it's sort of like... Kind of like... It's just sort of funny because it's like takes place in this fantasy 
world and it's just like literally everybody it's just like the equivalent of a receptionist will just come up and go can I help you and her shirt will just be just unbuttoned to her navel for no reason it's just like just boobs in your face is, is Tris Marigold putting that out there too or is she she was one of the more tasteful ones I would say <laughs> She wore pants, and she, you know, you could see that she had boobs, but but I don't think she, I think it was an accident. <laughs> I was more taken with her her magic, though, and the and her politics. Um, anyways, I just wanted to say one more thing about Witcher Three. It, it, uh, uh, they, they have strumpets in the game. Can we bring the word strumpets back? That's adorable. You. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't ask men to not be sexist overnight, but we could, maybe if we brought back a word like strumpets, at least we could make us a little more adorable while we're being misogynist. <laughs> you know, the, the, the guy that invented the word strumpet in, in like a fit of misogyny, he must have been so bummed out when it came out of his mouth. He's like, you fucking strumpet! And then the woman is like, I'll take it. That's adorable. He's like, God damn it! <clears throat> strumpet. It sounds like a well. It sounds like trumpet uh, or and crumpet. <laughs> you got no arguments for me on that one. <laughs> uh, I pick. <laughs> Let's do a new segment called uh, 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 bo- boring, boring news. Boring uh, news. So far, we have not been doing that. <laughs> Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? <laughs> that, was a, that, that, that was a boring rap. Can you, I like that beat. Can you do that? A you, want, you, want, you want to bring it back? Let's do oh, a little. Spencer, this is, this is Kevin McLeod. Spencer yeah, sent this to me. I found this one. Oh. All right. Like you're, you're from the tippy top. Yo, yeah, yo. Slow rapping. Yo, yo, scary, scary neighborhood. Yo, yo, driving down a spooky street. Yo, Halloween, look at all the costumes. Trick or treat, motherfucker. That girl's dressed like a pumpkin. I hope she gets a lot of candy. Roll down the window, look at my Okay, fuck that, fuck that. I cannot work like this. I think the. Uh, <laughs> I only listened. To, I only listened to the first about the first eight bars of that one, Spencer. Sorry, that's a corrupt file. Yeah, is that a bad? F- Sorry, man. That was the one off of the uh, YouTube. I clicked the link. It downloaded right to the thing. I use that YouTube link all the time, so I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, Sorry, everybody. everybody, get your shit together. This is right. not what the people pay us for. All right, so this is. Can we okay one more time? This I, I, is, this I, is boring. I, can, I can play it off the YouTube that he sent me. Boring, boring news segment. No, I can't boring news segment. Boring news segment. Are we gonna do the this theme again? Do you want you want the same one? Yeah. The the wonky one that we just did. Yeah. All right. Yo, yo, what's happening? Ain't always entertaining. Sometimes it's boring. Nothing much happened. Boring news. Boring news. Okay. Uh, we got a we got a new saltwater uh, aquarium uh, installed in our in our home. And uh, 
go on. These, in order, are my ten picks for our fish. No, no, no. Dan, I'm going to stop you there. This is called boring news. Yeah. My, my top pick is the blue-spotted jawfish. Look it up. You'll see why. Oh, tell us, tell me why, because I, I don't have the option. It's like a little snake guy, and he can he so he can make a little hole in the sand and like act like a snake sometimes. Right. Uh, how, how large are these fish we're talking? How how big is the aquarium? Is it is it, is it a giant one or a small? I one? don't know. It's a aquarium size. I don't know. Somewhere it's, between fifty and a thousand gallons. It's a decent size one. It's not. It, you wouldn't call it big, but it's certainly good sized. Right. We'll get we'll, we'll get extra little fish. Uh, number two, the yellow watchman Gobi. Nothing to really say about him. I can't remember anything about him. <laughs> number three, the court jester Gobi. <laughs> Why is he playing second fiddle to the other Gobi? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> number four, the lawnmower Blenny. Ooh. I think I remember him. He scoots along the dirt. <laughs> number five, <laughs> Jeff, you're going to like this one. The blue tang. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Some of that Smurf pussy. <laughs> Number six, the hell freaky dartfish. They're making these up. This is not even. These aren't real fish. That one I got just you because went to a fake fish. Site. It reminded me of the Die Antwoord uh, song. I think hell freaky, and I like you a lot. <laughs> Number seven, uh, I can't remember the name, but uh, Aaron and I called it the Pajama Buscemi Cardinal Fish. <laughs> Because it reminded us of Steve Buscemi. <sighs> Number eight, the royal grandma. I know, typical. <laughs> Number nine, the bang guy cardinal. Number ten, the Bartlett Antheus. I mean, that's one. That, that one can go fuck itself. It's but, number 10. Now, Dan, give, give me the 30 fish that didn't make the cut. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's a bunch of blennies and grandmas that, that, that don't make it. You know, there's are, like... are you going to combine these fish? Are you going to pick one, one sort of fish? Or what are you well, do? we'll defer to our uh, aquarium guy who, you know, he'll go, oh, a blenny will eat, eat a goby. Have you don't... ever... You, you've, you've been with me to uh, Damon's in Glendale, right? That tiki place, the bar, with the, they had to make the chi-chis and the Yeah, yeah, they got some aquariums in there. Yeah, they there. have a bunch of aquariums, and uh, I'm not a big aquarium fan. I grew up with fish in aquariums. I liked them as a kid, but uh, there was one fish that takes dirt and sucks it up in his mouth, and he goes and makes little towers over here, mm. and he makes a little building of dirt over here or gravel. That's one of these guys. Yeah, I can't and remember. He, and then that might be the blue snaky guy, and then he, then he sucks it up, and then he gets bored with that shit and starts making one over there. Yeah. And the other fish are just swimming around looking, looking at you. They're doing nothing. This guy's working for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Saltwater tanks are very meticulous. You know they're hard to maintain. So we got we got you know they're taking it step by step. They got to put living rock in it. Then they just they put some they put some coral in it later. But first they brought in three starter fish. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. <laughs> that sounds like a shitty gig. What do they have to do? They they they, they start the water off. Yeah. Well, do? Dino and I spent like forty five minutes like disagreeing on what the Pixar movie would be like about starter fish. <laughs> Because Dino's, I wish he was here to like defend his movie, but I was like, you don't get it. You just don't get it. Because he was like, he, he was obsessed with this idea that, that it would be the story of a starter fish's relationship with the little girl who got the aquarium, but her parents kept telling her, don't get attached to him. He's just a starter fish. Like, he's going to die. And I was like, dude, your narrative's all over the fucking place. And he's like, you said like Toy Story. I said, yeah, exactly. 
Andy's a fucking meteorological phenomenon. He's moving. He likes this toy. He doesn't like that toy. The toys are the ones with the fucking complicated relationships. Right. You can't bounce back and forth in and out of the tank. There's the grown-ups talking to a kid and going like, don't get attached to her. What, what the fuck is he talking about? What's your opening? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I don't even know that you have a choice in this matter. If it's a movie called Starterfish, it's like, hey, we're Starterfish. We're like the blue-collar fish, you know? We go, we go into the tank, and we can handle hardier water, and we, we get things started, and we know that we do a good job when the, when the, when the big, bright fish come in who are more uh, sensitive and delicate and who cost more money, and they're the reason that people get the tank. I Sorry, I spit all over well, you. Did, but, hit pause for a second. So the Starterfish's job is to, to what? Like, get, get the... They're just in there because they're cheap, and if they die, it's not as big a deal. Oh, oh, you're you're making sure you got the levels of the thing. Yeah, but also they actually set the levels themselves. Yeah, they're like they shit, and then like bacteria and stuff can grow in the the carbon and the living material they put out, and that actually puts bacteria in the water that you know then that yeah. bacteria eats and puts air into the water, and they can breathe. They jumpstart the biosphere. They should call them martyrfish. <laughs> Anyways, my obviously my story. That's, that's, a, that's the name of your movie, Martyrfish. Well, I think someone could throw that out at one point. Go, why don't they call you Martyrfish? You know, maybe that could All be right. like a thing in Act One. It's, I guess it's, it's in the it's in the it's in the trailer for sure. Uh, <laughs> my movie's about the little the little starter fish that decides he wants to be the center of attention. He's not a starter fish. He's going to be the most important fish in the tank. And then the, and then everyone's like, look at that fish and. And then and, and and all the it's you know you don't you don't set the story outside the aquarium. You yeah. have all the other fish are like, what the fuck are you doing, starter fish? So the other fish are saying, look, don't get don't get too big for your boots. You know you know where we're going. We're going right down the toilet. T- toilet. See, toilet. I don't know. You and Dino were obsessed with this lifespan thing. Like I, that's the thing. I don't. It's not. It's not. I, well, you know wouldn't there be threshold guardian starter fish, or, or they would all like go get him? Like like. No, like, no. I think yes. Of course, he would have. He would have his family would be like, don't, don't, Mickey, don't, like, don't, you, you, don't. You're a starter fish. Now I don't know why. I got. I got to finish writing the movie, but I don't know what's at stake for anybody. <laughs> They're, they're in a tank, so I don't know. Uh, maybe there's a fish contest at the end of the movie. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll work a on it later. Contest. Yeah, how does he go from being a starter fish to m- making the cut from for the, these flashier pajama bushamis and stuff like that when they come in? Well, I don't know. Maybe, okay, I'm just, I'm just riffing this, okay? Right. Bad pitch. Okay, Tommy the starter fish comes in and they go like, kid, you're a starter fish. Do you know the code of starter fish? No, I don't. Tell me. Really, you're telling the audience. You tell them, uh, uh, it's a starter fish. This is our code of ethics. Okay. Uh, starter fish. Okay, here come all the fucked up fish or the, the, the non, non-fucked up fish. And then, and then, okay, so it's a love story. He like, he, he, he falls for a, for a girl. You know what? Maybe it needs to take place in the, in the aquarium store in order for it to work because then there's that whole adoption thing. Where are you going to go? That's what it has to be. All right. It's like, oh, he falls in love with, uh, like, a, you know, a, a, a tetra or, a, or a, a blue tang, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, the, and, the, and then, um, or just wants to be friends. It doesn't have to be fall, falls in love, because some people might go, they can't reproduce. Are they going to, and you're like, why do you want to think about these fish fucking? Um, uh, and then, uh, so then, but then he's like, I want to go with her, so I'm going to go. So he's just in a tank full of starter fish, so then he... What do you do when you're just a you're just a kid born on born off Broadway, but you got big dreams? <laughs> so he starts flashing around, right? 
it's like a it's like a subtle if you do it right it could be like a subtle like commentary for uh like uh drag queens like like he decides like i want to i want to be flashy and the people are like you're weird stop it that's not in your nature you're a starter fish and he's like so what i'm I don't, I, that's how I, that's what i was born i don't care I want to be a different kind of fish and be and, and, and get scooped out of here and I'm going to go I'm going to go beyond the the, the metaphor for whatever you know RuPaul's show, <laughs> which is going into some little girl's tank in her bedroom. Um, what's the uh, what's what's like the, the bottoming out what's, of what's that? What's the Randy Newman uh, theme oh, song? That, that's that. <laughs> I guess so. Because yeah, with, I got a thing for you. No, His terrible songs where he's just talking. Yes. Oh, swimming water, water, <laughs> swimming friend. <laughs> it's not a song, just because there's a piano in the background. <sighs> All right, so next week, uh, we're not here because we're doing the Rick and Morty uh, premiere party. Uh, it's, uh, it premieres on Sunday, so... So, uh, apparently, I'm. I've been asked to host the streaming of the thing. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're helping us out there at the party. I, I should probably uh, get to see the episodes before that happens, right? So I know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it could be a disaster. Because you'd be like, "What are you going to see?" Uh, I don't even know what you're going to be doing. Me neither. Um, then the week after that, it gets more confusing. We're going to be in New York. You, yep. Right? Is that right? <laughs> we are, I believe, yeah. yes. That show's already sold out because it's in a teeny little theater. Not that you guys were going to fly to New York to see us, but for those of you listening to New York. Uh, so, uh, so, and, then we're, and then we're back here and we're, we're, we're rolling like, uh, like James Brolin. <laughs> Do you think... Uh, do, 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 uh, <laughs> Are you? Uh, is there anybody here that's lactose intolerant? Yeah. There's got to be. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you a couple yes or no questions. Do, do you fart a lot when you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> does it does it hurt? Yes. Okay. So it's just like so it's just like like if you so if you just had like a, a cheeseburger. Worth it. <laughs> So, so is it possible that I, I could have been lactose intolerant my whole life yes, and I'm yes. just yeah. now noticing yeah. because I fart so much? What did you say? If you shart yourself a lot. Shart yourself. What are you, what are you British? Uh, you, you, you do poop your pants a lot. Well, yeah, but that's alcoholism. That's... I'm a, I'm, I'm a drunk, too. I don't poop my pants ever. Well, it could be a combination. Like, if I'm drunk and eating a lot of dairy, then I'm, like, farting so much, then I'm, then I'm, and then my inhibitions and judgment are lowered, so then I'm like, here comes a great fart! And, and like, I don't realize. Now, have you ever pooped your pants sober? Let's, let's, let's figure this out. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I have, because I, I remember, I remember in, in comedy sports, I remember at the Marriott Hotel... Uh, I, w- I went in up Milwaukee. To, yeah, I, I remember very distinctly because, like, Dick Chudnow, the founder of Comedy Sports, was like setting up the stage, and he said something like, uh, uh, "I wonder if we should play uh, this game or that game tonight or whatever." And I said, "Well, you know, Dick, I, 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 fe- I felt like a fart coming." 
And I said, well, you know, you know, you know, a real crowd pleaser is if we, and I, and I, and I, and I just shit in my pants. There was no sound. It was just. And I just walked away, like, to throw my pants and my underwear in the garbage. I was like, I had no pants. Like, I had to borrow someone else's pants, and they knew. It's not like I took a shower. It's like, so they knew that they then were going to have to throw their pants away, too. Did, did they know what happened? Or did they just Everyone to... knew. There was no way I was going to, like, I'm not going to let that be a secret. Then that's just more humiliation. Like, as soon as, the, as soon as that shit starts, I'm, like, I'm going to ground zero, wait, DEFCON, whatever. I, I, I'm not gonna let somebody go. Dan shit his pants. I was I was on stage in LA with uh, a guy, uh, one of the dudes in our show, uh, who was the referee. Right before we, like instead of intermission, it's called halftime, and all of a sudden it smelled like uh, somebody shit their pants. And certainly enough, uh, our referee had just completely <laughs> filled his pants, <laughs> and so he came back out at halftime, I, like at the, for the second act, and he instead of having black trousers on like he'd had to start the thing, now he had like navy blue or royal blue sweatpants but no underwear so you could see his little wiener like, <laughs> and it, it was mesmerizing because yeah. remember he'd talk over here and his wiener go over here and he'd talk over there and his wiener go over there I know I know who that guy is I, 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 I wanted to mention his name so bad there was this kid named Noah in my grade school Noah I can't remember his last name or boy I'd tell you. Uh, <laughs> but I remember his first name was Noah and he was by his own account he was allergic to cheese so I think I think we just didn't no, it was called lactose intolerance back then. But he, he said, I'm allergic to cheese. And we go, what, is, what do you mean? Like, you sneeze when you eat it? And he's like, no, I shit my pants. <laughs> and, and then, but then it was like, you know, it was the 80s and it was a public school. So he would take a dollar to eat cheese. <laughs> People would give him a dollar and he'd go like, really? A dollar? <laughs> Like he, 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 had, he had some witticism like, like, like poop's temporary, money's forever. Like, like, like my, I wish that were true, Dan. Like, my I pants will be clean true. tomorrow. I, like, yeah, but it's yes. going to cost a dollar <laughs> to yes. wash them. Uh, yes, uh, tomorrow matter, my pants will be clean, but I sure shall be rich. <laughs> and, I, and I remember, like, he would shit. I remember one time he shit his pants in the cafeteria. What, what age are we talking? I'm sorry. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't him. I mean, Noah would shit his pants all the time, but, like, like, like but he did, he did it on purpose, and then I think he'd just go home, and I think he would just, like, whistle the theme from the Andy Griffith show, and it's like, it's like... I, I, I guess I, you know he's the, he was the kid that was nailing it, right? It was like it's like, it like I shit my pants when I eat cheese. Uh, huh, I'll give you a dollar to do that, okay? Goodbye, school. Uh, like, I, hello, dollar. Like, I have to go do two things. I have to go do some laundry and go to the bank. <laughs> I, I mean. <laughs> So, but there, there, there was this kid. I can't remember his name, but I wish you could, because because the names of your friends from school are hilarious. I want to. Okay, I want to. I want to say his. I, I do. I do remember his name. I remember, and I remember his full name. His first name was Henry. I want to say his last name because it's adorable, but it's it's alliterative. Um, but uh, he 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 was a he was an adorable, very quiet kid, and he shit his pants. And for some reason, for some reason, this is what's really weird. Like. This was like, this would have been first grade, not kindergarten. Because in kindergarten, I told you the story of how I, I 
I, I in kindergarten you don't even know where you're going. And like they used to take me to that special room when I was in kindergarten because yeah. I knew how to read and they would like they left me in this room and like I didn't know how to read the clock. So Has I he just, told the story before? I had show? to. Yeah. 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 I, and was like, I was like, I know when the bell rings, I get to go to the bathroom, but I don't know what time it is, and I don't know when the bell's gonna ring, and I had to pee, and I just like. I, so I just peed in the, the chair. I just, just in the middle of this walk-in closet, surrounded by textbooks, and I just, I just went, <sighs> and, and it's just this big, and, and right in the middle of it, it was like, ring the, the bell, and I was just like, <sighs> and it just kept going, and and then I just got up and I the, took took a look back, and there's this big ocean of pee, and I just hit the lights and left it. <laughs> piss all down my pants and went and got in the lunch line thinking like oh yeah no one will notice it's like you look like you were riding a painted horse like, 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 uh, <laughs> that hadn't dried yet of course people are going to notice but and the, and the guy who really pointed out my brother who was like in sixth grade at the time was like did you piss your pants and the whole school was like you pissed your pants anyways when i was in first grade did you cry? Was it like was that tri- like was it horrible? I don't, I don't think. I think that was so weird that I I don't think I cried. I think I've cried it. I've cried it less. But I, did, I don't, did you realize you could have been making money on this the whole time? You could have yeah. been peeing your pants for a dollar a pop. The uh, so this kid Henry. So so Miss 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 Piana comes up to me at lunch, first grade, and she goes, she's got Henry. She's holding his hand, and she goes, Daniel. Will you take Henry to the bathroom? He had an accident. What? Now, I never shit my pants in school, as far as I know. So I don't know why I'm an expert. Like, send him with Noah, you know? Like, Noah will show him the ropes. Maybe that's, maybe that's what she was worried about. We don't need another poop tycoon in our school. I think it was like, because I, I was smart. I was the smart kid. I was supposed to handle, it was like I could be like an Or that you dealt with the trauma of peeing yourself so well that you thought, like, I, I can take it. Yeah, and I just, I was, I, I went, yeah, I remember going into the, the coat room where the bathrooms were, and he just went into a stall, and I was just kind of like, I, I, I have such a clear memory of that. Like, I was just hanging out in the, by the winter coach, just calling, it's like trying to, trying to talk him through it, like, a, like an old war buddy or something. Like, I, I was like, I, I poop my pants all the time. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> oh, man, it's everywhere. It's all right. It's okay, man. Just, uh, just, just clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to do, and uh, yeah, it's a positive memory for me though, because I felt like I did it right, but I, I, I'm sure I didn't. I don't know. I'm sure I wasn't supposed to like help him. That would be crazy if the teacher wanted me to like help. Yeah. Like she couldn't have wanted that. Yeah, how would she have judged the success of that task? Yeah. Like, yeah, what was think... she hoping would happen? I mean, wouldn't. Like, usually you go to, like, the nurse or they call a parent or something, right? I guess this was in the past. Yeah. Yeah, it was, this was, like, in dinosaur times, and there there weren't, there were probably just as many uh, pedophiles and kidnappings, but there was no internet yet, so it was just sort of like, well, as long as he's with someone, we can't, we can't just send him off into the world. We'll send send him with two kids, so they'll they'll be harder to kidnap. We had, we had beatings in my uh, elementary school. Like, like you got corporal punishment. Like, there was, there was hard spankings in our school. I don't think we ever. We, we get, That's hilarious. For our, for our birthdays, there were. <laughs> we, got, we got we got paddled for our birthdays. You could hear kids getting spanked if someone did something bad. I feel like I've told the story before, but there was a ping pong paddle supposedly, and they really whacked the crap out of you. Uh, not quite, but uh, the, the, you, you could hear it from outside the building, and so you'd be in there. Like, it was like 
like a scene from some World War II like like prisoner movie, and you could hear the kids screaming, you wham! Ah! <laughs> it's the fucking worst. And then what, supposedly the, the legend was there was one kid that was so badass, he clenched up his butt cheeks and broke the ping pong pan. <laughs> the kid was famous, whether or not that ever happened. But he was like, he was Paul Bunyan. Because <laughs> <laughs> his ass was so muscular. Yeah, he, he just fought it so hard. He's like, fucking, he destroyed a ping pong pan. <laughs> well, my mom would hit us with a wooden spoon, and every once in a while, the wooden spoon would break. Oh, yeah, I'm while. sure that, that there was stress crack. There, yeah. there was fatigue. In I that hate wood. that that yeah. kid got credit for... Because <laughs> it's like, if you just hit a rock with a ping pong paddle, it's not going to break. It's not, it's not like because it's so hard. Yeah. Like, he just, he, you know, someone else's ass wore that thing out for him. Yeah, where's their credit? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anybody got... They call those starter butts. Like, I'm trying to remember if, uh, like, even like maybe before, you know, because my brother was five years ahead of me. So, like, any stories about? I hear stories about teachers throwing erasers and throwing chalk and you know, throwing tantrums and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, and there was a, there was a, there, there were teachers who would have like nervous breakdowns, but then they would get like they would disappear, you know, because we, we they did something physical. That locked, like, if you if you made her mad, she was kind of like on and off med- medication, and if, if she was off her medication, she would just lock kids in a cabinet. And like that was the punishment. And then people, the te- the chief got fired for that. Of course, we, we found out about that. But suddenly she would go like, "Mr. Davis, get out of here! Like you're you've disrupted the class too, too many times. You go run around the, the the school. Now our school was enormous. Like it would take you the rest of the day. So I just went to my car and went home. <laughs> was, so then we found that out. So we would just try to piss her off, and she would go take a lap, and then we would just go to like Jerwiner Schnitzel. Mm. <laughs> I almost died at a Dare Winter Tizzle at lunch, by the way. The guy was taking a bite of a corn dog, and my friend John, while I was taking a bite of his uh, corn dog, he just thought it'd be funny if he gave me more than I wanted, and he shoved the entire corn dog down my mouth. But before I knew it was happening, I had bitten the corn dog off. Now I've got an entire corn dog in my throat, and it's not going to come back out. There's no way to get a handle on the corn dog with your, with your mouth, and I'm just going, I'm dying here. And then everybody looked at me and realized that I was dying, and everybody froze. And so then uh, one like big, big, strong friend of mine we called Bam Bam, he just came up and picked me upside down, shook me by my ankle. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Do you know I, but I, mean, I do remember thinking in that moment of crisis when I thought, okay, I can't breathe. It's been a while now. I need to start breathing soon. There's nothing I can do to help this thing out. It will not go down. It's not going to come out. And I, I remember thinking, not like this. <laughs> oh, man. Well, did you notice, like, like, like so I, I, everybody in this room probably has had, like, a choking incident where you actually, like, you kind of, like, it triggers this very specific response in your brain. Like, you you feel like this could be it. Like, like, like and uh, it takes very little for that to get triggered because you're like, I, oh, my God, I'm, you, I didn't realize how accustomed I am to breathing whenever I want. <laughs> it's like, what, uh, uh and it's weird how, number one, how everyone around you kind of freezes, and I've been that guy. Dino and I were eating at, uh, 
at Little Dom's with our uh, uh, our newly hired CFO at the time. It was just having dinner with him to talk about how excited we were for him to be turning the company around, the, our animation studio. And he's like, yeah, and it's going to be great. And he's eating this, uh, you know, the hanger steak. And he's just like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I can't wait to get some some health plans for the uh, for the, for the staffers. And I'm like, yeah, and morale could be higher over at the animation thing. And we could get some, got to fix that air conditioning. He's like, yeah, I really want to... <laughs> and Dino and I kind of like, <laughs> like we. It's it was. It's weird. Like I don't know. Like like like. And he, 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 you're supposed to overreact to possible jokes. <laughs> and the uh, and uh, the bartender did. Like he he was coming around soon enough that he, before Dino and I started to do the right thing, he was already over there. Plus, on top of it, by the time anybody got close to him, he he it just came out under the floor and uh, he picked it up with a napkin and continued the conversation. But uh, but we, we were sort of like, oh, we can never unlive that experience. Like, like I just might have just watched a guy die. I guess like, I don't know what, what I would have done and when I would have done it. And the other the other weird thing is that on the choking side, the instinct very often is to like hide like people die because they start to choke and then they like go to the bathroom because they're embarrassed i and i I, i've i've been in that situation it is weird how much shame gets triggered because you you're you're choking and i I guess because you maybe you you feel like a pig or something like you just feel you feel like well what's inside your body shouldn't be anyone's business or something and so you just like you kind of want to go hide somewhere until it's over, <laughs> which could kill you. For, for me, sure. I, I, I thought I'll handle this. Like, like, like let, let me get this corn dog out of my mouth. And at some point, like, I'm dying and I need somebody else's help here. By that time, every, I kept waving everybody off. I think so. Everybody was like in stasis the whole time. Yeah, that's. I mean, in the '70s, they had that whole Heimlich awareness campaign. Yeah. I guess and there must have just it must have just been terrible. Like, it must have happened all the time. People just like eating in a restaurant and then they just like turn blue and everyone's just going, oh no, Harold. <laughs> and they just watch them die. I always thought that that, that would be like, if I, I don't have tattoos and I, I don't want any, but like CPR diagram and Heimlich maneuver diagram. So, oh, so if you're choking, just rip open your shirt. Like, you know, oh, I the trick, tattoo, yeah, I the there's a trick for the CPR because you know you do chest compressions, right? But you got to do it like a special rhythm. The rhythm is the beat of the song "Staying Alive," the disco song. So when you, know? you when do you compress? You go pump. You go ha 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 ha, staying alive, staying alive. Oh, oh you, you don't stop for the thing. I no, to the beat. You know, ha 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 ha, staying alive. You just keep pumping. But yeah. couldn't that also be "I wanna fuck you like an animal"? <laughs> I wanna. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that they picked one that says staying alive. It's also right. a morale booster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it makes people excited yeah. to, kn- yeah, to know something. Make me excited. <laughs> we <laughs> are the world. <laughs> we are the children. <laughs> I mean, just, just pump their chest. And if it helps, pretend it's a song. <laughs> What, Fuck the police coming down from the other end. Will you know my name <laughs> if I see you in heaven? <laughs> oh no, no, not not the Eric Clapton. That's uh, also it's also too slow a tempo. It's too uh, slow. <laughs> All right. Well, back to this farting thing. 
So I'm lactose intolerant for sure. I think because I, I it's like when I'm eating beans and uh, stuff, I fart like regular people that eat beans. Like it's a music, musical fruit, as you know. Um, and but it's like predictable amount of bean farting. But then if I have like a pint of ice cream or you know some dairy, like I, I'm far, I've like I'm I'm capable of generating so much. There must just be some incredible like thing have happening. Have you tried cutting out all dairy just to see if that goes away? Well, I effectively have with this. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. I finally. It took me 42 years for to accidentally have that experiment. I, didn't, I never, never tried it. But today you had a, a load of dairy, right? Like, so are, are you? Yeah, are you, I don't. What? What? I, I'm saying, like, like do you, so today you're farting because of that. And it's, yes. but, but when you cut it out, that stops. Yes. Yeah, so for the rest of the week, it's not there. But then wow. it's like, oh, and then I have like some ice cream or a, you know a pina colada or something, and then it's like. Like holy jamoli! Like I, I feel like I could fill a hot air balloon, and there might that there might be a way to like tap it for like global energy. <laughs> it just seems like an it's like an amazing thing that a human being can generate have, so much. We could at least have our own hot air balloon. Yeah. <sighs> my friend Sam, I used to be my neighbor. He had this lovely family. They were a very like cohesive nuclear family, and <clears throat> they all had the, the family joke was cherries made them all fart like mad. So they would all, you go to their house and they would put out a bowl of cherries and they'd all start laughing. <clears throat> so I was eating cherries and they're laughing. And then they are, they all, mom, dad, like old people, young people, everyone's just farting. <laughs> cherries. I don't like that story. <laughs> so, yeah. And I don't so know why. I don't know why. Their pastime is to invite guests over and just fart all over the place. I guess because it's a family. I guess that's what I don't like about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. Oh, you resent that the family bonded over anything like that? It's like the hills have eyes, kind (laughs) of. Yeah, except they don't, because if the hills had eyes, some of those eyes would would lend to self-awareness. If the hills had enough eyes, the hills could see themselves for what they were, and that family can't. Oh, so you weren't upset about family farting. You just, you, you, that, that, that resonated for you of, the, of, the, of a close, cohesive family. Uh, I don't think I'm jealous of the cherry farter family. I don't like them. I think, I think they're too close. I don't like that. Why are they, why are they doing that together? Well, tell me more about them. Um, what did they do with bananas? Like the, did they, they shower they, together? Uh, they were kind of. They were this. Uh, it's the Smotherman family, and like they were, I went to high school. The so Smotherman I, family. Smotherman. <laughs> when I when I moved back from uh, when I was when I was on like on the on the play on Broadway when I was ten and eleven, and then I came back to LA 9/11. for the first time. Nine eleven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good, yeah. good. That's, that was good. That's a, that's a, that's a healthier response to 9-11. <laughs> my, my first day back, I, I moved back to Whittier, which I'd never, I'd never lived there, but my grandmother lived there. When, when I was a little kid, like, we had like, a big house with horses and stuff, and then gradually my family lost all of our money. And then I went on the road with my mom, and then my dad was back home. I think they would have gotten divorced. We came back, and we lived in this really small house with this like, shitty car, and we'd... Like, I didn't know anybody who moved in this kind of, It's not a great neighborhood. <clears throat> it wasn't like, you know, like living in a, in a horrible, like, Detroit or some, like, like some terrible, like, like, gunfire going off all night long. But it was like, I lived in a really nice, hilly, beautiful childhood. And now I'm, I didn't know, know anybody. And I remember laying on, on my parents' bed in this new little house, and all I could hear was a plane going overhead. 
And when you fly into LAX, if you're like coming back into LA, and when you hear the the flaps go down, if you look out the window, you can see my high school. That's the sound of you can hear from the ground that of the planes decelerating. And I just started crying because it was the only noise I heard. And I just lived in New York for like about a year where it's just all this input and like action and stuff. So I was really depressed. And this kid went by on a skateboard and that was Sam Smotherman. And he lived just down the block. And their family was so cool. And their dad, they were all really Christian, but like the most adorable, wonderful version of that. And if everybody were like that, you wouldn't have any negative like attachments to that. They would sit around, like Sam got really, like, really sick as a kid, like some disease. Then he got really wounded in a car accident. And there was a, all this like, they went through a lot of family crisis and they would sit down as a unit and they would just talk it out. And they would, and they would like, if it, if it came down to it, the father would just say, well, you know, it says in the book of James or whatever. And they, and they like, not like in a pedantic or a pedagogical or like preachery way. And I just sat there watching it, and it was just like, this is marvelous. And then and the cherries would come to the table. <laughs> well, I, I, I hung out there so often, I still have dreams where I'm like knocking on Sam Smotherman's door from, you know, <clears throat> from when I'm uh, 13 or 12. And, but that kitchen, and that like, one day I hung out there so much, there was a bowl of cherries out there, and I took one, and they all started sniggering. And I was like, what's, what's the joke? And they're like, it makes the Smotherman's fart. <laughs> it makes the Smotherman's fart. <laughs> Now, uh, do you like him? Yeah. Uh, no, the Smothermans are fine now. <laughs> I was picturing them more like white trash, like they drank antifreeze, and like like one of them like 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 huffed himself to death in the basement, and but he was still kind of half alive in the hospital, and like they they would they would like like in order to make their cars go faster, they would spit into the air scoop. <laughs> Spencer, are you, are you, right. How did Where, they reach the air scoop from there? They climb out into the hood. I oh, mean, okay. You know, this is assuming someone else is driving. Yeah, of course. You know, and you have you're trying to catch somebody to to keep them from taking all the does that work? Petrol or is that the, actually a thing? Are there car people here that did we know that that works spitting spitting fuel into the air scoopy thing? Wait, do we know that that actually works? Like Mad I Max? I don't know. Anybody here? We're not a car crowd. No. Yeah. I mean, have, what are you even asking? And He's, Mad Max, when they go out in the thing and they're spitting, they're sucking fuel out of a hose and they're spitting it into the intake valves on the, on, the, on the hoods of the car and the car gets like super boosted and goes really fast. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. Anybody, I'm sure that works no. perfectly. It, it, it's not, it's, that's not, it doesn't, doesn't work? No, it would flood the engine. It would flood the engine. What if it, it was like crazy Mad Max cars, though? <laughs> that would work. Okay. I mean, you mean it would flood the engine eventually? Damn! <laughs> like that's that's why they didn't design the cars to just have a guy spitting like tape to the front of the guitar, the car, because that would have been impractical. But they're like, this is this is life or death. Have, they could just invent a little hose where you use like a little squirt bottle. You could just like. But then they'd it. overuse it. You know, those guys are nuts. <laughs> those those little they're anemic guys covered in tumors. They they're they're war spray boys? painting their war poor, war boys. What are they war, war boys? boys. Those guys are crazy. They're, they're, they have no impulse control. You can't, you can't give them a hose and say, only do this when you really need it. Your, your, your whole society is founded on their, their, their feral uh, ferocity. You can't then just ask them to do something in moderation. How dare you? Uh, so, so after like 70 years... In the making, like we finally closed the deal, we're gonna actually start shooting Harmon Quest. With, uh, 
Are we going to uh, do new characters? Same characters? I think we're going to. I think we're going to kind of re, yeah restart from the ground up. Because yeah, I think it'll basically be the same. Maybe a few tweaks here or there. Because it's actually going to be a fancier version of of it than we originally planned. Because people got excited about it. Now we 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 we're going to we're going to tape ten episodes. And it's going to be on some, uh, you know, tiny or experimental. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say, but it'll be, it'll be out on some platform <laughs> that you'll be able to find or something. <laughs> it may or may not play in Canada. Or I don't know. You know, I have no idea how that shit's going to work. But it's not Yahoo. It's uh, it's something else. Uh, but uh, but we're going to do ten episodes, so certainly they'll 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 exist. That's so awesome! I can't wait. And uh, and we'll have tapings and stuff, and we'll make sure you guys know where to go. So so that'll be like in September, so you can come and come and watch us. We'll we'll get the old celebrity celebrity guests to come and play with us, and then have then you, we're have you picked your uh, your dream team yet? Or you, that's probably too soon to talk about that. I think it's just going to five episodes with Vince Vaughn and then uh, <laughs> three with Colin Farrell. Did you notice that, that you know our, our little dog, Nigel, do you think he looks like Colin Farrell? He, he looks a lot like Colin Farrell. He does. I, I don't know if Aaron's like Instagrammed it yet like with a split screen, but he, he, looks, he I, looks... I think I see where you're going. Yeah, I, uh, I could imagine that. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, I, like, t- I like Nigel more than Colin Farrell, though. Uh... What do you think this show's been like a five, five and a half? Yeah. Out of, out of 20? I call it a, sol- a, a solid five and a half. Solid five? That's no good. What do we got to do to make it memorable and extreme? Extreme? Well, not, maybe not, I mean, not like racist um, extreme. I got uh, two words. Butt chugging. <laughs> We could be the first podcast of podcast of butt chug to live stream a pina colada butt chug. Somebody did come up and was like, "I'll butt chug," like, like, and then and then they died. And that was just that was just it. Like everything in your whole life was leading up to that. Can we generate some sort of waiver that they signed their life away? It still wouldn't matter. It'd still be the podcast that killed a guy by pouring Jack Daniels in his butt. Like it would, or or girl. Uh, Why don't we start off with butt chugging something nutritive, like you know, like, like just a big, like we'll fill a bottle of Jack Daniels with like Pedialyte or something like that that won't, that won't kill you. <laughs> That's still butt chugging, right? What if we okay? What if we brought up a guy, <laughs> stood him on his hands, poured Pedialyte down his butt, and he became like a senator? <laughs> Or like an astronaut or something. Like he became like like we found out that yeah. that's that's what you have to do. I think there's only one way to find out. <laughs> uh, Who here? Like you know, those people that volunteered to go to Mars and never come back. I, th- I think somebody is willing to take that chance. I mean, we'd need a funnel. We'd need Pedialyte. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can't afford that. Yeah. I mean, well, we're not. I mean, the I overhead's too extreme. I don't know if you're seriously thinking about it right now. It's just like, I, honestly, like. I like that you're getting logistical about this, which means you're actually. Cause, I do know that there would be someone in the audience. That would, would there be, be like? Willing should to, we build like a little, like a little stand, or like, 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 like yes. gravity boots with their, their heels clicking, yeah. widen them out? What, what would you wear? That's another thing. What, what do you have somebody wear? Just nothing. Or do you, do you make them? Do you make them a, a chaff, I guess, right? Chaff, but like, what? Is it like on the side, it's sponsored by Nike and Reebok or something. Like that. Well, wouldn't it just be regular pants with just like a little hole for the butthole? Uh, the, the, the women were unanimous on chaps on that. They're, that's their, that's women's solution to everything. <laughs> like, they, they just like chaps. The the but if we're, I mean, either I would just I would say I need to understand the context. Do you mean? 
if we're doing this six weeks from now, what kind of equipment would we have NASA say, build I mean, for do, us? Do, do we just hold the guy's legs in the air and do it like really like? I mean, like, that's what yeah. that's what the cavemen did. I, I'm saying we're putting. <laughs> you spend a lot of money on this on this live streaming. I say we give like we put on David Copperfield kind of show. Like we'll have, well, a white tiger comes out. Like, Dan, you already have an inversion table, right? So we just get yeah. you turn them right. stomach down on it, and then you invert them. Yeah, and you're ready to go. Can you start it off like the uh, the guy that gets chained into the, the thing in Temple of Doom, and he's like, "My Yeah, that's exactly what the inversion table is. Yeah, that's what the inversion table is. And there's gravity boots. They hook over. The, yeah, we could just bring that in. Okay. And All then, those, yeah, you dress up like Malaram, and we do the whole thing. Yeah. Then, oh yeah. And then you have the Pedialyte thing, and it's like a like a beating heart or Shankara stone or whatever. Yeah, and, that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. And we gotta have like lawyers like clear the paperwork and stuff. That's the easy part. The person could like like die or. Or become a senator. So, uh, and, and the inversion table can be dedicated to that because I'm going to the chiropractor three times a week now. That's that was the only last thing that I that's new for me. So that thing's just going to waste. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, my back's all fucked up, Jeff. Okay. Are you are you in pain currently, like as we speak? I'm all right right now, right at the moment. But if I sit for more than 20 minutes and then I get up, it's like ow. Sitting the new please. smoking. Uh, I just I gotta sitting, say sitting's the new smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as the guy is like adjusting my back, I think I'm having like a Kundalini awakening or something. Like I, I think my he was talking all this. You know, chiropractors are like uh, that's my chiropractor. They, you know, they're kind of knuckleheads. They're not real doctors, and they always have to like they kind of have to like they feel like they they feel compelled to like add extra stuff to the chiropractic stuff because that makes them feel. But, but, but more than a backcracker, like, like, like they're, they, you know, they have to be like. Also, you, you know, this helps cure a, the cold, and you should bring your baby in. And and, and it's like, nah, come on, quit being a crazy person. Like, just crack my back. But I, so I'm going to the, one of these guys. But now I'm like, at this point, the only the only thing I can do from here is back surgery, which I don't want to do. So I'm just I'm just for the next year I'm just going to commit to whatever this guy says. And he's like, don't sit for more than a half hour at a time. Jesus Christ. And he's like, he's got a little jackhammer device that he's using to hammer my vertebrae. And I'm going in there three times a week. But then I'll be like walking around my house and then I'll start crying for no reason. So I, don't, I think maybe some of the stuff he's like saying is like not total bullshit. I thought it was because it's like, so, you know, like a chiropractor, you go in and they go, they go, where does it hurt? And you go right here. And they go, okay, look at the chart. This is, this. I don't know why I said this has happened to me several times, but this is. This is what the guy did recently. This is exactly what happened. Like, Monday I go in. Where does it hurt? Uh, right here. So he holds up this cartoon of a back, and then there's, like, next to each vertebrae, there's, like, this list of shit. And they're kind of like horoscopes. It's like It says, like, uh, L- L1 vertebrae, uh, you, you're outgoing, but a little withdrawn, you know? <laughs> Except instead of that, it says, like, organ function, kidney function, kidney with a little bit of organ, you know? And it's, like, kind of, like, not that scientific. But so, so, so he's like, oh, look at this. It says, like, yeah, it says uh, uh, erectile uh, dysfunction, bowel. Do you have any problems with your bowels? And I, and I, and I said, well, I... Psh- I mean, I don't, I don't like taking shits. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't look forward to them. They don't, they're not. I don't like high five myself after I shit. It's not and, really a problem with your bowel function, though. Right. So, for, and, and he goes, uh huh. And, and, and I go, and and hey, who doesn't want more hard-ons? 
<laughs> and he goes, mm-hmm. So, so, so anyways, it cracked my back, okay? So then the next time I go in, he goes like, so I, I put together a full report, and he's like showing me all this stuff, and then he's going, so remember those bowel problems and erectile dysfunctions that you talked about? Well, guess what vertebrae that correlates to, and look where your pain is. I'm like, dude, I told you all that. What? You can't. Yeah, yeah. Cornball, the, the mentalist. Uh, the, yeah. It's like a carnival trick or something. But I don't think it's intentional. He's not. He's not. He's just. He's just not a doctor. Like he. he like he. Like, I took off my shirt and he's like, "Oh, you have open sores all over your back." I'm like, "It's acne." Like I have acne on my back. He's like, "Yeah, but they're. That, that's not acne." I'm like, "Yeah, it is. It's gross acne." Like like, have you ever had acne in your back? No. Well, just quit bullying me. Like like. like. <laughs> I don't, have, I don't have open sores on my back. He's like, well, are you, do you scratch? I was like, yeah, look at my back. It's covered in fucking Ron Jeremy hair. Like, I, yes, I'm scratching my back. Oh, you're... But then he was talking about, like, yeah, and there's, like, I think that, uh, I think that you know, that sarcoidosis thing you told me about, uh, you know, that and those open sores and you, stuff. And I'm like, what does sarcoidosis have to do with open... What do you talk... Stop calling them open sores. They're zits. Like, you're <laughs> making me feel really bad. And he's like, he's like, he's like well, you know, but, you know, they're, 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 they're sores, you know, and you, you, when you have something outside your body, you know that inside your body, you, you know, you, you're, you have the same thing. Are you saying I have acne on my spleen? Like, you're, <laughs> will, you, will you just crack my back? You, you're not a doctor. This is crazy talk. You could really upset somebody. And, like, you're making me feel like, this is why I don't go swimming. This is the same guy you still go to? Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but he's not, like, he's not... He's not doing it on purpose. Like he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Like he does know backs. <laughs> he does know like the nervous system. Like he's a, he, and, and, and and as my back is getting adjusted, like I am like I feel like my memory's improving. Like 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 kind of like, yeah. like I I think I, I, we were talking about this the other and day. And I start weeping. I was just like I was walking around my house. I just started crying for no reason. Absolutely no reason. I got a massage. Uh, just uh, like. A friend gave me a birth, a birth certificate. Jesus Christ! I, I, my friend gave me a birth certificate. You I, I'm a father. Uh, a, a gift certificate to Burke Williams Spa. Like, if you go to Burke Williams, that's a spa where like I don't, I don't expect to go like find magical healing there. It's more of just relaxation. And you, I love massages. I like deep tissue. I want it to hurt. Like, I want a massage to be like a street fight. I want, to, I want to come out. I, I, I want to whimper the whole time and just be like just bruised and battered. And so. I got this woman uh, named Carmen is no longer there, which is sad because she instantly, like the moment she put her hands Karma? on Karma? Carmen. Oh. And she was like this like this, this kind of short, squat, like fit, like Latina woman. And she was very quiet and stuff like that. And she's like, where, where does it hurt? I said, I've, I've always got stuff in my right shoulder. And she's all right. And, so she, and she starts working everywhere else. And I was like, well, I wonder if she's ever going to get there. And she's like, just so you know, it's, this is where you're feeling it starts here. And I was like, Gah! Like, she just touched me, like, like, my collarbone, and I instantly, like, almost came to pieces, like, in pain. And she goes, just so you know, I said, well, we're not going to start there, we're going to do this and that. And she goes, it also goes all the way down your sciatic nerve, which is, you know, like, your, your butt cheeks. And she was kneading on my right butt cheek, and, I, and she goes, by the way, you're going to start crying. And not from pain. Like, like the, she goes, you're very emotional, and you hide it all right here. She goes, in your butt. She goes, we all, she goes, she said, she goes, we all, we, we all hide a lot of sadness in our butts. 
so she does it, and I'm like, she's like, she's like, Jeff, she goes, you're not gonna let like all that sadness go right now, but you're like, like, like <laughs> but, you but I sat there and it. I was just sobbing, like completely. She's like, she's like, she's like, just try as like and let as much of that sadness out. I was like, like, and like also, you need you need to come and get a lot more massages. Like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> but like, but it's really weepy and emotional. I never saw myself as like this whole like 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 stress guy, but I clearly am. Like that yeah. whole respiratory alkalosis thing was just ridiculous. It was just such a stupid thing. And then this back thing, like it's just like it's very clear. Like I've been like under a lot of like I just like don't deal with my stress at all. Yeah, I said I told somebody a long time ago because I have all these like what they call like knots and scar tissue. <clears throat> pardon me, and my shoulders. What's that character? Uh, uh, frog in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Doctor Frog in the throat. Scar tissue. <laughs> oh, it's. Carnival Carl. Are you, are you are you cough shaming me right now? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying. I'm, I'm self shaming about how, how uneventful the show's been. I'm like, wait, is that a character? <laughs> <laughs> I went back and listened to the whole uh, Ty Brixton thing. And I was I, on the on the right here, crying, laughing. I yeah, fucking well, love that I mean, kid. don't rub it in. Like, look at tonight. Tonight's been awful. It's been terrible. <laughs> It's you know what it's, it's summertime it's hot we're never gonna so fucking hot yeah and I ate so many tacos <laughs> and I just and it just sat in my own farts all day <laughs> and played a video game which is a terror I should never do that on Sunday are you farting like on are you, are you no on I'm stage cl- clenching and clenching it in when you walk off the stage you're just gonna like like no I've I've learned to. I can hold a fart real good. Yeah, I, like I, I, I do it until it finally. Then there's that point where it reverse farts you know that, up into your lungs. I, 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 I don't think I don't you think you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't think Ryan Stiles would mind me mentioning this. Ryan Stiles cannot burp, but he can fart on command. I, 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 I go, Jeff. He, he's never been able to burp, but he goes, I, I, I can always give you a fart, and they never smell. He'll come up to me and goes, Jeff, give me a number. I go, eleven, and he goes. For, 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 and he'll fucking give you 11 e- perfect little like equal farts also when he travels on a plane everywhere we go so I travel with this guy all the time he always has an extra pair of pants in his bag on his carry on in case he shits his pants <laughs> and, which, and you know he's 50, 53 I don't know what he is like something around there I said have you in your life have you ever shit your pants he goes no but I don't want to find I don't, I don't want the first time to be on a plane <laughs> Hey, so everywhere he goes, he's got an extra pair of Ryan Stiles pants on. Do, does it take a different? Uh, does it take a special scale when you uh, choose the? Uh, are you chain? Are you the, the, the right grain now? size? Pardon? Wait, does it take? Do you need? Do you need a different scale for each? For each? For each size of grain? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. When you're when you're picking when you're picking the uh, the the kind of rice uh, that you're gonna have thrown at your wedding to Ryan Stiles. <laughs> I mean, who is this guy? Some some kind of Dan Harmon replacement. You're jealous again. You, you were jealous of the Smothermans. You're jealous of Ryan Stiles. Oh, he farts he so poop. much. He oh, he farts <laughs> all the time. Oh, he, and he carries a, a special pair of pants in case he because he poops his pants too. What am I? Chop liver? You, you're so jealous right now. Yeah, yeah. I, Dan, I, I'm here every Sunday with you because I love you more. And I do it for free. I get, Ryan, I get paid to go out with Ryan. I do this for free out of, out, out of, the, out of the, the love that I feel for you. Well, this is really awkward for me because I already... I, I, I made love to the redhead in the White House. 
I, 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 so I can't reciprocate. And I, oh. I feel bad. Oh, it's okay. And You're going to miss like 40 minutes of the video again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, hey, Spencer. Hey, Dan. Did you, did you guys watch him deflect that fucking shit? <laughs> did you see the, the, uh, the jujitsu matrix backbend bullet fly over his head? I remember the first time I, I, I first time I hugged you, you, you looked like you wanted to shrivel up and die. He, he, you're more of a hugger now than you were. You're still not really a hugger. Dan, let me love you. I love, I love, I love everybody. <laughs> the giant pina colada makes this whole thing so sad. I don't want a hug. <laughs> How did your chiropractor feel about you carrying around giant drinks that heavy? I always like, like uh, you know, like every time someone dies, Rob always like, like we already talked about that, right? Like I don't remember. Rob's always like, "Hey, man, take care of yourself." I'm like, "Come on, quit making me feel like." He 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 sent me a he sent he he texted me like a like a like a animated gif of like how the human heart works or something but it wasn't like heart like love it was like valves and stuff it was like i hope you're taking care of yourself or something like it was like are you just calling me fat like, like I, I saw that text message was that a group text or what because i saw that did he was that after harris died it was also after well, after robin williams died and after harris died after every every time someone dies rob Rob makes me feel like he puts me in the same category as people who died because I'm gonna die next, and he, and he, and he wants he wants me to not die next. So, and and he thinks that it's as simple as telling me not to, which it wouldn't be. Like I'm not gonna take a poll before I die. Who doesn't want me to die? Okay, got it. Just checking. Like, like, I thought everyone wanted me to die. I, but, like, what, but also, like, it's like, I can't tell, is he, are you saying I'm fat? Are you saying I should work out? Or are you saying, like, you're worried about me mentally? But in either case, can't you just, can't you just be nice to me? Why do you have to, that makes me, doesn't it, wouldn't that make you feel bad if people were like, hey, man, you okay? And you'd be like, well, what's wrong with me? Why are you looking at me yeah. like that? You know? Like, yeah, I get, I, I, like, yeah, I get it. It's, it's weird. Does, does he never... Like, I'm does, a, he, does he not reach out, like, personally and, like, like have... But also, I mean, I, I don't know what, what the impulse is there, but to, to come and throw my arms around you and hug you and tell, I love you, tell you I love you would make you very uncomfortable, which might make people less inclined to come at you in that direct way, and maybe you have to start making heart gifs and stuff. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there's probably a happy medium somewhere in between. Did you know the correct pronunciation is Jif? Did you know it's, you know, it's, uh, it's when people say that's not my, my forte, it's supposed to be fort. Yep. Did you know it's not chomping, chomping at the bit, it's chomping supposed to be it. champing yeah. at the bit? <laughs> <laughs> No, he 
But here's the thing. He you just th- took that guy's concept and reiterated it. It's not a re- original or or daring, you're really. Saying, you're saying he he recycled a heckle from behind him? Or? Yes. I mean, essentially... Uh, okay. Well, you I didn't, didn't even hear really, it. I didn't really take it as a slam. I thought, oh, I thought he was like, man, this shit's getting exciting. Wait. <laughs> This isn't still boring news, is it? I think I think he knew it'd be funny to say this is, is this still boring because yeah, we yeah. really went down a road. Because the last guy demonstrated it worked. Yeah, and I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not going to stand up here and shit the bed and like then get mad at people for talking. Like, I will. Somebody is, it, is it anybody in the audience uh, feeling uh, particularly passionate about anything at all tonight? Like. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not a yes or no question. I mean, well, I mean, it is if you it want is. to come up and talk about it. Does anybody, does anybody, anybody feel strongly enough? Is that is that is that Dave yes, Klein? Oh, we should have added Dave Klein. Oh, Dave Klein. Glitchy rap. Glitch rap. Sit, sit there for the cameras. What's up, Yo, oh. I can tell by the lack of the audience reply that I wasn't requested, but my boy Dan, he denied that he was ready to go solo against this motherfucker that said he's Han Solo. Ready to get into the fucking carbon night. I'm saying it's his night. I'm saying he's getting ready to fight. I'm saying his dick is harder than a fucking rock. He's talking about motherfucking my dick don't work. He's saying, yo, my dick's working this industry for longer than you've been alive, motherfucker. All right. So, Dave, how you been? So, it's been a long time since I've been here. (laughs) I want to give a shout-out to Colorado. (laughs) My secondary home. I want to give a shout-out to New Jersey, my home that I love, but that I left because I heard Dan Harmon speaking from his chest and his heart. I met this guy that you guys won't know at the bar after the night, and I'm going to drop some shit he don't want me to drop. Guy... (laughs) is operating on a level that you're not ready for. (laughs) And I can only, like, let a beautiful man like this sit on my lap because he knows what I'm talking about. Here's what happened. I went to Denver after I saw these guys because I saw bad shit in L.A. I'm from from Jersey and New York, and I've seen some weird and bad shit. What'd you see? What... What did you see? Uh, my, fr- my friend lost his heart and he's not with us anymore. Damn. You yeah. saw that happen? <laughs> I live a, uh, an interesting life and we'll talk about it another time. But All I right. want to give a shout out. What do you mean he lost his heart? <laughs> like it stopped? It stopped? He had a heart attack? Uh, I have a friend who is a really uh, wonderful and creative individual out here who lost his heart and committed suicide. But you asked me and I didn't want to get there. I was trying to bounce around that. But... <laughs> That's I mean, the truth of it. And I've seen it happen too often. And when you said, like, your boy sent you the thing with the GIF, and then he says something really prescient, like, maybe they couldn't address you, like, really clearly. We've talked about this on the show. I'll cut it right to this. Why are we all here? This guy. Why are we all here? These podcasts. Why are we here on, like, a quiet night when we're, like, not sure and the show isn't, like, ripping it on, like, 700 levels that we're used to it ripping on? Like, when they were at fucking Ouch. San Diego. When they were when they were ripping it splotchy. When they were ripping it on 700 different levels and we had, like, a down night and we're like, wait, what's going on tonight? It's that there's 200 people in a basement in L.A. And we love each other so much that a lot of us actually show up to, like, hang out on weeks when this doesn't even happen. That I have friends in L.A. because of you. 
and the people that choose to show up to a thing like this because you're honest. And you come up to a thing not with like, you know, your degenerate alcoholic, you know, swank thing. I see that a lot where I live. You come up here with the thing your wife made you because she loves you and she knows you and she was taking care of you when your back hurt and you're a good guy playing Witcher, staying true to that life. So you, you, to be clear though, you agree this is not one of our best episodes. This is bad. Like, no, 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 like, 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 to be really clear, like, to be really clear, like, pseudo self-deprecating. If Dave finds appearing on the show, we hit a pothole, we're trying to fix it, or like, whatever, or you're just being really generous to a guy that I swear to you, I'm not here for fame. I swear to you, I didn't move to LA to like, get on the mic. I came to LA because I fucking love this guy. And that everyone I knew that I cared about gave a lot of shits about what he makes. And then all the rest of the people I didn't give a shit about cared about what Jeff makes. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I can take it. Everyone I know from Greg Proops to the rest of the fucking crew that you roll with to the fucking crew that you roll with to the community (coughs) you created. Wait, who's that character? Who's that character? No, no, no. Uh, Come on, Jeff. Uh Uh-oh. The character that he created is us. And the joke is on everyone who isn't here tonight. Oh, shit. That everyone... <laughs> you hear that? No, no, really. I, and I love you all. I love That's you right, all. mean Gene. And no, then no, I'm going to no, no, no. break his little neck. I, lo- no, I, I love everyone. And there's a strange thing, even like looking out, and like you don't see that there's like some interesting paper, whatever. There's a crew here that's so beautiful and is like so inspiring that on like the lull shows that we call them or like whatever. Yo, you know what, man? Those are my favorite ones because it's... I, I, I'll quote Tarantino. He says there's a genre of movie called a hangout movie. I just saw on Magic Mike XXL, everybody see it, like instantly. <laughs> it was like an ultimate mandate with my bro friend, and God, I loved it. But this podcast <laughs> is on the level of like Rio Grande, Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> <laughs> and land before time. Yeah, and land before time. <laughs> and land before time. And it's like the hangout thing that like the the what why we come here and even on the lull shows, even when you're in a hypoglycemic pseudocoma and you're popping on that gorgeous thing like you are from that beautiful woman you married and swindled into loving you forever. No. We're here because we love you. And maybe I'm just here to just say fucking never give up. Fucking never stop doing this. And my name is Dave fucking Klein. I'm dropping the mic. Let's bring out Demarge Brown. Demarge, you here? <laughs> you know, Dave. What I love about you are, are, they are, they are the things are manifold. But uh, I I love that you know how to make an entrance and how to make an exit because that, that's a, that's a, that's always a, a valuable currency. Yeah. Any any equity that was that was withdrawn or deposited at all in the end, none of it matters because he he just. He yeah, he, he evaporates like, like like a like a like a like a like a Scottish he's like, mist. He's like the uh, the the little train that comes through Mr. Rogers' living room. He's like he's like a winner. He's like a winger speech personified. I kind of I, I kind of feel like in my like I'm, I'm a visual thinker. Like my uh, my like I, I, my image of him. I like yeah. The image of him is. The, the, the little fire extinguisher inside the glass that says break in case of emergency. <laughs> and then but on, on the fire extinguisher it says, yep. <laughs> He's a very positive guy. Yeah, well, I was actually thinking, I was thinking that it was kind of a disservice to him that it was a low-energy show and that, and that he would come up because it was like, like, 
actually, you know, it would have, it might have been, it might have been better to have somebody just come up and go like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get a divorce. <laughs> and, and we'd be like, why? And she's like, because of 9/11. And then we'd be like, holy shit! She start crying, and I don't know why I made it a woman so it could be emotional. But uh, the uh, and then and then we would have won a Casty. <laughs> The prestigious podcast award, which is what? It's a it's a podcasting award. Ah, gotcha. I made it up. What's up, March? Oh, you know, same old, same old. I can't follow that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like femurs. Dan, Dan has a. <laughs> <laughs> Fuji to scale five. Here's my pitch, Dan. Um, b- before we say don't do cheat day on Sundays because it, because it, you're overly fed or whatever and sluggish, why don't we try different like all Indi- up all my- Indian food or like, like- <laughs> all Indian food? You're gonna do- well, I was gonna say maybe I could double my Adderall dosage on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schraub's gonna double his GIF dosage on you. <clears throat> well. <laughs> Uh, what do you How think? How much? What's the what's le- what's left in the in the tank? You gotta try that, Demarge. Oh, jeez. Oh God! <laughs> Don't look at it. Just try it. Oh, do you want to try some? <laughs> Spencer, did you try? Oh, uh, no, no. Spencer's not a real alcohol guy. No, nah, it makes me sick. I get my my joints start to ache. D- Demarge, butt chug it. Butt chug it. <laughs> Careful, it'll spill on you. Oh wow. All right. How is it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the suspense is killing us. <laughs> it's uh, it's the coldest thing in a room. Uh, it's delicious. That's great. That's fantastic. You're not a video game guy, are you? Uh, it, if it's like sports, sports video games, oh, and yeah. fighters and stuff. Sports people are, yeah, people are disappointed. I just kept my damn. Mouth if my shut. if my mind was sharper, I could come up with a great meta, uh, analogy for like sports video games is like. And in the the punchline, I have to throw it to a room though. Well, what were you gonna say? If, let's say I was a video game guy. What were you? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna ask if if you've see uh, if you've been playing Witcher three. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, ab- absolutely. I have been. <laughs> I just got through the uh, the thorns the black the thorn level. <laughs> no, <I haven't. laughs> they're tricky. Uh, yeah. Um, are there any uh, female gamers here that don't play sports video games? Are you playing Witcher Three? Are there any here who do? No. <laughs> any women playing Witcher Three in the audience? Any young ladies. What, what game are you playing? Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. Oh, I played that. That's kind of fun. That's the one with Juno oh, okay. and uh, and uh, <laughs> Ellen Page. Ellen Page is in a game. Yeah, Juno. Ju- yeah. Did you did you play? Um, well, can, do, would, do you want to come up and so we can, can I talk to you about video games for a second, and then you can play uh, uh, Shadowrun with us. Yeah, it's and it's hot. Like it's so, it, it'll hot. make you feel. Whoa. In a second, you'll be sweating, and you'll be like, "What kind of horrible monster am I?" You're not. You're just a French fry. <laughs> it's uh, it's not you. It's the lights what, and it's the heat. What's your name? Emily. Hello, Emily. Hello. Welcome to Harmontown. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so did you play Heavy Rain? Oh, or Hard God. Rain or Heavy Rain? Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Yes, with the Origami Killer. But that, but that compared to those are the same people. That I made, agree. No, yeah. he- Heavy Rain was much better. Like they figured than, out how to, they made loops yeah. and bounds. Yes. with that yeah. video game like, style. Yes, and uh, I think that's why Quantic Dream is so good, is because it's like an interactive <laughs> movie, mm-hmm. and. Um, but Beyond Two Souls is like, I was not expecting it to be so scary. Yeah. Like, holy shit. It's basically, if nobody knows what this game is about, it's basically um, Ellen Page is recreated as Jody, and she is this character who has this entity that is attached to her. And basically, it's the whole time, like, all these people are trying to control her and make her do all these things that she doesn't want to do, and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it ends up being like, no, uh, come yeah. on. This is what oh, I this thought is, you were going to spoil it. A friend, this is. This French company made this, right? Is this the game? French company? I hung out with her for a while, and she was in town, and she was making a game. She was in France, though, I think. Yeah, it's weird. That's what she was making for all that time. Okay. Uh, and it's weird how Willem Dafoe looks as a CG person. Yeah, he, he, I thought he looked like a cartoon in person, and then it was like, wow, he actually looks better as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird effect, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, video games are getting more immersive, Jeff. <laughs> um, Can you guys handle that with your soccer, soccer? Yeah, you got to be careful, yeah. Demorge. If we, if we no, start, I'll if, my mouth if you and I hey. share our love of anything right now, Dan's, Dan's in a very an hour and a half podcast vulnerable, before this. Dan, you're in a very vulnerable, jealous kind of uh, emotionally. A precarious place right now. Because I was, I've been for the last thirty minutes. I've been holding in farts, and now, <laughs> as of my last sip of pina colada, now I'm also holding down vomit. No, it's it's so funny because I. Actually... So I'm like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> no. Look at me. <laughs> I'm the opposite of a Chinese. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like a water balloon with no, that's untied on two ends. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm like a, I'm like a toothpaste tube in a vice grip with a cap on each end. You're like a, you're like a, a pipe bomb with no, without the bit, the bits on the end to hold the stuff in. It's just all gonna go out both sides. I'm like, I'm like, uh, maybe we should get Ryan Styles in here. You should, like he a, could probably donut. I'm sure he could come oh, yeah. up with. Uh, oh, he would. He'd come up with twenty. Yeah. You know why? Because he's a gifted. He wouldn't let the show fucking sink like it's fucking going down. <laughs> Because he's a hard worker and he does, he gets up here and he and he and if he has to skin a knee or chip a tooth to make these people laugh, he fucking does it. We should bring cherries out. <laughs> no, the Smothermans aren't here. <laughs> to us they're just regular fruits. To I the Smothermans they're treasure <laughs> trove. I hate cherries. <laughs> You hate cherries? What? I do not like cherries. Not you, you hate, like, you, I don't like the it's fear. The cherry when I have right a cherry, now, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to break a tooth this time because you bite it and then the, the seed is so hard. Yeah. And it's I, hate, like, I hate pits. I hate it. You, the word, <laughs> I, I love olives, like marinated olives. Um, and then sometimes you get them like, and then you, 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 you're like, is this, this better not have a pit in it. I swear to God. And then it has a pit one. in it. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with this fucking rock in my mouth? <laughs> and then you spit it into a napkin like an animal, and like put it. Like, what are you supposed to do? Why do they? Why do they have those? What I things? do is I, I swallow cherry pits. What? And, and, and then I, and then I, I swallow them all. And then when I poop them, there's people in New York that make very expensive coffee out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You can't even afford it. It's so expensive. I, I, it's called I, Jeff I, Davis Cherry Poop Coffee. I swallow. Uh, did you? Have you? I don't know if this is an urban legend or not, but they say. I think this. I think this is an urban legend because it started from like urban living and like the the 50s uh, and then it became like a big thing in the 70s the idea that kids were eating cherry pits and they were pooping and that in the sewers there's a whole population of like little George Washingtons um, not, not cherry sure. trees well there are cherry trees oh, yeah okay. obviously yeah little cherry trees but then there's these little tiny George Washingtons yeah, chopping down the yeah. Are they are they also telling lies? Well, that's that's the ironic thing is that I think the whole story is a lie, but like it, with in the story, no, none of them are lying about chopping down the trees. Why in this day and age where our political culture is so bereft of intellect and, and leadership, are we, aren't we cultivating this sewer full of George Washington? Like? Well, because he wasn't really a leader, you know. He was a he was a warrior, and uh, he's the he's the he's the leader our nation needed at that time in history. But the truth is. Is if you brought George Washington out now, first of all, he'd be tiny and covered in poop. And <laughs> teeth are wood. Weird. Second of all, he's just, by all accounts, he was sort of a, you know, he was sort of a dum-dum and uh, just sort of inspiring because he was, he was courageous and a good general. Could he do any worse? Could he do any worse? Could, uh, could, we, could we do any worse, you're asking? Like, 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 oh, no, no, he couldn't, yeah. He might be, like, legit, like, better than... Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anybody from if you went back in time and pulled anybody from 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 back yonder, with the I, I'm sure there would be a couple scandalous remarks that would be like, oh, no, that's now called anti-Semitism. Uh, <laughs> like like they'd be like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm from yes. 1921. Uh, yes. The the but 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 as far as their attitude about the role of government, I bet we'd be like, holy shit, this guy's like amazing. Well, way, way back then, the office office of the presidency was not not a really prestigious job. Yeah. So, so they'd be like, like they, you know, they'd have that Ross Perot, Bernie Sanders, uh, uh, who would listen to uh, him? Charm. No, no, they'd get, they'd be the third party candidate that wasn't allowed in the debates because they'd be like, I don't understand why we're talking about this, and we'd be like, boo. Did you just fart right now? No, that was my mouth. Are you asking? Was he, was he covering a fart? Was that was that a was that, was that subterfuge? I, I sometimes do that. Like I'll like make a like a like a laugh really loud, and then I'll fart at the same time, and it's like, ha! Ah, I didn't know. Uh, tr- truth be told, uh, Emily's been farting ever since she sat down up here. You guys. It's a, it's a maelstrom. Yeah. Well, we don't have we don't have much time. I wanted to actually, I was it actually might have been fruitful to ask Emily as an ambassador uh, and of a female gamer, like what. If if a game's really cool, but there's like as with Witcher three, where it's just like, wow, this is really cool, but it's like this fantasy game, and it's just like all of these sorceresses with the the cleavage and the kind of like very like mythic gender roles. Like, does that throw the modern? I guess the answer is you don't speak for all women. Like some women are probably th- totally see, thrown by that. See, I feel like. Yes, some women are thrown by that, and that's fine and whatever. But I'm just like, oh, I love tits. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I feel like it's, it's a very be, bold stance. No, it should be a thing that women. We're given boobs. We should be happy and you know what I mean. Like that's something we should use to our you know. It makes cosplaying fun and like all that kind of thing. I I think that you know. 
If we're gonna get all offended about it, I don't know. That's just me. I like. I've always wanted to love and love my boobs, and I think every woman should. Well, I think the counterpoint to that would be, yeah. Well, the, if the, a woman's gonna be offended by it, then that's okay. You can be entitled to your own opinion. But me, I'm like, girl, rock the titties, love. Right. Them. Well, I don't think the offense is coming from the exposure of them, as if it's like people who are like puritanical. I think it's. I think it's. It's. A, there's a fine line, but it's like people that are like, well, there's an objectification happening when they're on display. Yeah. So it's, redu- no. it's re- if it reduces the person's role to a dehumanized role, so that they're simply a tray of dessert, and if they're not also saying e equals mc squared, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but that, I, I, I'm, I'm mansplaining, yeah, and, yeah. and, and white knighting, and 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 no, Chewbacca, Wimbledoning. I just want to. I just felt compelled because it's like it's kind of a straw dog argument no, that it's no, like like it's every, everybody likes boobs. I mean, nobody. I don't think any women are like get these things off me. They're terrible, <laughs> and, and no one. They're terrible, evil things, and we should never see them. I think. I think any 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 person who's who's coming down on the other side is is more. It's 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 coming more of the angle of like uh, 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 what uh, the thoughts that we're putting in people's head about the role. Of, no, 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 no. I totally get where you're coming from, and and I do think that there is something that is endearing about making a woman be sexy without showing the tits. Of course, like her 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 ability to be a badass. Like you know, uh, what's an example of someone? There's, see, whenever I think of games, there's just like so many girls with big boobs. Harriet Tubman. Like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, she just farted again. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, nobody, nobody's, nobody's disagreeing up here. Nah. I mean, I, 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 I think that, but it's not my job to agree or disagree. Well, look, I just sit there and fart and play, the, play the, the game. The girl, she doesn't have that big of boobs, and I think she's hot. No, that's well. That's the thing that I always find myself wondering as a guy when I when I I always wonder on behalf of men. I always wonder why do we even have to like? Because I always say like, well, I used to say before things got so you know, I'm like I used to joke to women. Everything that you need to know about men, you can learn from a men's prison. Like the like the like like. How is how how is that a controversial statement at all? Like, like, like when you when you lock men in a building together and take away all of their wealth and all of their hegemony over society, they it it turns out that we don't have a lot of like super. Uh, uh, nuanced needs uh, in order to uh, get an erection or become violent or like we are drones and we turn on each other and ourselves as quickly as we turn on anyone we're allowed to on the outside. So you take away the necktie and you take away the bank and you take away the skyscraper and you take away the history and the momentum and you see what 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 how little men really need to uh, objectify. Like, like like, like we, you could you could give a female voice to a banana, and the the men men would be like, I want to fuck that banana, because they'll say it eventually about their cellmate. Like 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 they they because we're just like biologically we're just kind of drones. Like we're not so so. I always I always wonder in my own head. I'm like, well. You know, if the cleavage weren't there, like if that, if that's really the issue, like or it, but it, but it but it isn't. You know, it's like if Mary Curie was like a character in a video game. You know, it's it's you even more so. The whole Rule Thirty Four thing would start applying. I don't know if I'm making sense, but um, 
was like, when there's like a strumpet on parade and it's like, <laughs> she's all dolled up and she's like, the cleavage is, is, is booming and the thing and it's just like, she just looks like she's designed for these thoughts to be thought about her. I just, I'm always amused by the idea that it's like. Is that, is that the argument that, that overwhelmingly that's, Almost all of what you see in in, in character of female like, gaming yeah, characters. Yeah, like, I, I guess my thought about it is it's like they're starting to go away from it though. They're starting to make it where like girls aren't you know like the Hunger Games and things like that. Like girls becoming badasses and yeah, they're hot, but like you know it's it's more like no, she's smart and she's got she acts like she she's the one saving the dude because the dude's a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's it's not all about, oh, and she's got a huge rack. Right. And she's like, blah, 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 the whole time. Right. And I think because those thoughts are, yeah. like, a lot, like, I draw an analogy between clothing and, between clothing and gender roles and language and and race issues. Yeah. And, uh, like, like the, the, the language is certainly a reflection. Like, like, if all the video games are of women, like, looking like, they're ready to go, and they're and they're and they're not saying anything of value on top of that. Like right. they have no agency and, and all that stuff. They're, that that's the, the the clothing is a reflection. But I, I, just as you can make genuine racist people use the most polite language in the world, yeah, and they might be even more racist than ever. You could totally like count on men to like be like the the, the clothing. The clothing is not. It's a, it's the, it's the snot of the cold. Like you can wipe it all you want. Like, like the virus is more dealt with when you, when you're talking about characters that have agency and the Bechdel, Bechdel test and stuff like that. Like that stuff that actually gets to the heart of the matter. Like, is the character are people watching characters that happen to uh, share uh, physical characteristics with themselves? Are they getting trained to think that they hold a certain role in a dynamic? Like, like and the, the the clothing is like so secondary to all of that, uh, and whatever. There's no point to it. I'm not proposing that anything change. I'm just kind of amused by the idea that men would men would men would hump a concrete wall. Like, 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 yeah. like, like we would not. We we just don't. It's not. It's not like that's not where the war is being fought. You know. Yeah. Was a lot of armpit fucking in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for real? Yeah, yeah. A lot of consensual see, armpits. See, that's th- th- that's just good old fashioned human ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's so oh, much less invasive. The inventions I made when I was twelve years old. <laughs> we've we've talked about that. Boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> So glad those days are over. Now you can use like real inventions, like that you can buy online, things like that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to make sure my back stays somewhat out of whack because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, now that I'm regaining my memory and bursting into tears. I'm worried that I might the they might adjust something and then I'll be like, oh. I, <laughs> Wow. I almost said cliffhanger and end of the show. <laughs> I just remember being 12 years old and like not being able to get through an episode of Inspector Gadget. Like, 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 like just let alone Mork and Mindy, let alone anything. Like, I, I just, like, like, everything was like on, on fire. Uh, and it was like not a place to get a lot of work done. Yeah. Uh, Girls were like that too. Like, well, I was, at least. I was like crazy. Like, my whole family was like that. Like, as soon as we went into puberty, I was like, what is happening? Like, oh my gosh, boobs and craziness and all that stuff. But 
It's just girls don't, yeah, like you said, girls don't like to talk about it as much, oh, yeah, but I, we definitely are the same I, way. I, I know a lot of women, that, like friends of mine that I grew up with and friends I've met later that like started masturbating a hundred years before I did. Like, yeah, before I did, did like second grade. But is it? But is it I know, insane, right? What? Second grade? Yeah, dude. It happens earlier for girls. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because we but, but, mature but, but, faster. But you, but you, There's also a lot you, of accidental you, you, masturbating. You don't need like... <laughs> There's no such thing as accidental masturbation. Let me tell you, Jeff. (laughs) I'm going to fuck your armpit so hard tonight. He's doing it right now. (laughs) Also, also, girls girls do that. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. (laughs) I'm going to... Hey, we started talking about this. This next sentence brought to you by Pina Colada. Well, I've I've had a, I've had a I'm 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 it's not a politically correct thing to say that, that that girls do this or do that. Just but, let but it rip down. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of girlfriends. I've had a lot of conversations yeah. like, and I've I've noticed that girls have a lot of early memories of they practice with each yep. with each other. They they what, go, what? they <laughs> like 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 not not, not no 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 I see. The, <laughs> sorry, Emily farted again. They play. They play. They pra- They practice. Uh, they practice kissing and stuff. Oh like, yeah! Like, no, no, no. Yes, like of course. Guys don't do that much. But I've, I've famously told that story of me being like like eight years old next to my buddy. Was it Ramsack, like humping a couch pillow? We're high fiving each other. We're like, yeah, we're like, yeah. Dave Dave Ramstack. That's the great. If you're gonna make out your first guy, that's the guy. It was Dan Ramstack. I don't know what his lawyer's name is, but. <laughs> but he's probably watching. But uh, uh, that's why I used the wrong name. He was a he was a he was a great dry humper. He really let that pillow have it. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, the the most important thing that that people are always so shocked to learn is that if everybody's a little snowflake and it's all so incredibly different. It yeah. makes us it makes us comfortable to make observations like uh, girls do this and guys do this by age 11 and by age 13 and girls do that. It was like but like every conversation you have it's like uh, second grade and then yeah. someone goes oh, but Jeff lost his virginity at like 32 or whatever like, like, like <laughs> you were, you were a late bloomer. 24. And uh, I was too. I was I was 22. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like, like what, the, the, that's, but that's the, and the, the like, the, the, the masturbating mean, and the coming and the. As we're talking about this, I never really thought about this. Like, you, like you know, like when I came to your house and you had that that, that consolidated folder of redheads from Playboy magazines mm-hmm. to save space, and I was like, wow, you you sure like your redheads? And you're like, oh shit, I never really thought about that. And they go, oh my, yeah, yeah, yes, I do. I'm looking back, like. I don't know about for like for young girls. Certainly not in second grade. Like for for little boys, we we, we find the Sears catalog or the or, or the anything that has a picture of a woman like with, with any measure of clothing on or none or whatever or a face. Like it's a visual thing for me anyway. And uh, I remember the most potent visual image that I and I saved this picture. It was uh, Nadia Comaneci, the uh, the gymnast, like the gold medalist. Anatoly, was she Russian? Where was Nadia Comaneci from? Romania. Romania. Uh, I don't know why. I, see, I, I, Anatoly's I, like, why the fuck do you always. <laughs> Again with this fucking shit. I don't know. Fuck you, you guys. Fucking. But she had all of her clothes on, but, that, but she had short hair. And like, so like, then later on, it's like, like, Sid Charisse, Audrey Hepburn, Mia Farrow. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was like my, my first mo- moments of having like sexual visual, like, like turn ons was always like, 
like thin, never va va voom, never like like super curvy, like 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 little wafy like girls with short hair and like uh, why is that? It's so yeah. strange. Well, why do men like long hair traditionally? I and I and I, I, I the the you're. We've all heard the joke, or maybe not joke, explanation of like, yeah, it's like cavemen like want to handle or something. It's like looks like you're more controllable. <laughs> but, uh, but but I think it's like I think it's like cat, the way cats like like focus on things that move, like 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 like, like w- women wear earrings and stuff that like like, like think oh, like shit's moving around. Like I think I think I think I think over time maybe that's like a thing that triggers men to like be fascinated. Like they're like just dogs or cats are just like uh, uh. You, you're shaking your head. Ah, uh, got it. it. If you can't hear in the back, is that, yeah, I, I'm sure that's absolutely true because I just realized because we talked about makeup on the show and it's like makeup is like she said she said because it's young it's it's a it's young young girls have longer hair and and w- w- as women get older their sh- their hair gets more brittle and and unmanageable and they tend to go with the shorter stuff and so yeah everything is sort of every all of our standards for female beauty are somehow rooted in puberty. Are somehow rooted at like rouge is just flushed cheeks and and lipstick is flushed lips and it's all it's all basically you 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 spend your life chasing this image of a of the most inappropriate thing in the world which is a a cusping biological female specimen. All right, Spencer, I'm going to ask you the impossible right now. Okay, uh, but I know that you're up to the task because you are a genius and a showman. Okay, um, let's do the world's only one-liner. Uh, uh, shadow run, where like we we set it up. Well, I don't want to know but that, but I was I, but I was I was pretty content. Once we, 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 we could have skipped shadow run, but oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, I was. I figured saying, once I got to be ten oh five, I was like, oh, it's kind of pads. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I was like, we're on a roll. We're talking about icky stuff. All right, <laughs> icky stuff. Yeah, sex is icky. <laughs> Doesn't have to be bad. How many, how many ounces? Demorge, what, what, how old were you when you? Uh, when I, yeah, when you're when you're a little when you had your first experience with your. your I was five, and I was I went to the school. On the See, bus, see, but, it's but, early. It's not happened. that weird. There was a kid on a bus who was older. He had just had. I went to this amazing school when I was a kid, and he, his birth for his birthday, I think he was ten or eleven, twelve maybe. They had given him. His parents had given him a subscription to Playboy for his birthday. <laughs> So this kid, so I had never seen this before, and the kid had a thing. He wasn't bringing it for show and tell, but it was just he had it, and he was bringing it to the school, and it was wrapped in paper, and he took it out, and he showed it to us, and I was like, what the hell is that? And we just went through it, and he explained the whole concept to me, and that's sort of what it was. And then later that week, I think, at dinner, my parents asked me about school, and then they asked me about my, you know, the every day at dinner and stuff. And they asked me, like, your birthday's coming up. What do you want? And I asked for a subscription to Playboy. <laughs> 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 and, then, and my parents in very measured yeah. fashion were like, you know, uh, A, a what? And I said, subscription to Playboy. And they said, do you even know what that is? And I went through it, so clearly I knew. <laughs> and they said, how did you? And I, so I told them the story I just told you. And they said, all right, well, we'll, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. And, uh, and then in my head, I think, I mean, just being my age now and imagining that them being their age at that time, they, for whatever reason, had to have, like, waited until I left the room and just high-fived each other. 
and then they, and then they get it's all right. Just to save a couple, a little, money, little bit of money, they give you a subscription to Muff Diver. <laughs> uh, sh- 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 sherry or sh- Cherry? What was it? For? I don't know. Oh, some, some knockoff. Like they're like, we can't afford that. Uh, Morgan Fairchild. Aaron, Aaron texted in because we're because she must be watching as we're and we're talking to this area because we were because you remember the episode where we did Labyrinth and she was talking about Labyrinth, but we were. I mean, she's real like like. That movie was like her. She was describing like being in the theater with her parents and watching Labyrinth, and you know, at a certain point in that movie, like her physically like awakening, like her cheeks flushing and like her her nethers tingling, and like um, I call them the nethers because it's like uh, appropriately Minecraft. mythical and yeah, Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you go to the nether there's like a, um, the but she yeah I mean that was like like she can remember the actual like moment of like oh my god my my body and it does like literally happen overnight like like literally overnight like puberty a, a, happens a friend of mine Samantha she was like 11 or 12 went to a Prince concert and she told me she's like I was standing there watching Prince on stage and she goes and I had an orgasm I, I wasn't touching myself I just stood there and she's like I didn't know what was happening but later on I would come to understand like what that was my the first time I came but, but just by standing there watching this dude run I definitely know I was watching Mork and Mindy I was like I was like <laughs> I was watching Pam Dauber and I was like, but I was like, I think I could have been watching anything because it was really more about like, I was like laying, I would lay supine, is that what it's called, on your stomach? And I was like laying after school alone in in my mom's apartment and like, so, and I was just like watching work in Mindy and it was just going like this. And I was like, like, and then, and then, and then I was just like kept doing it and I was like, what the, oh oh my God. And nothing. Get nothing. your gifs ready, everybody. Get those gifs ready. <laughs> and, no, and nothing. Nothing. Uh, you know, I, I, I looked. I looked to see if anything had, because I was like, is that what I think that was? Uh, that nothing had happened, but it felt like something that you would want to do forever. So. Yep. So I. And then from that moment until around. 39 I like I I pr- pretty much was just like dedicated to making that feeling happen over and over again and I cuz I remember like that very week or like like within a, within a few days it was like like I'm just going to keep doing this over and over again and I remember being really excited that nothing was <laughs> This is, I'm getting really graphic, but like, well, let's let's stay safe and stop now. The 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 I, I I just I remember being really stoked that nothing was coming out because I thought I was like cheating the system because I was like I wasn't touching myself, which I had already had like shame loaded into my mind about like that one day I was going to start touching myself and that that was. My mom would, would say, like, it's going to be a natural thing. And it was like, Ugh. like I don't want to think about my mom giving me permission to touch myself. And so I was like, I'm not, I didn't touch myself. I just humped a pillow and thought about Pam Dauber. And then I had this amazing feeling. I'm like, I'm the king of the world. Like, and I would just like run home from school as fast as I could. All my friends would be like, don't you want to stay and talk about LL Cool J? No, I got to go. Uh, I got to go. Man, he's so dedicated to his schoolwork now. And I would just like slam lock the door. And just like, and then slowly but surely, I was just like starting with like one little drop coming out. I just remember like every every successive like little tonight on a very special harmony. <laughs> just a tip. But and, and I'm telling you, for those 11 year olds listening, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> it, just. 
just just keep doing that and like don't involve other people. We have eight billion too many. Um, just and keep just doing that. <laughs> just eat Morgan cookies and, and uh, eat cookies and just watch more yeah. <laughs> Um All right. Well, we got to the bottom of some stuff, I think. <laughs> Typically, stuff that we've already gotten to the bottom of, I guess. But it's worth worth going there again sometimes. I think it was a nice introspective. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's no losers in it. Yeah, we got to meet Emily, who's fantastic. Thank you. We got a. Uh, we, we got a, show, a, a, good, a good shot of vitamin D from Dave Klein. Man, he's uh, <laughs> a, a, always. Yeah. But you know, I've always had it was like, like, like it's a th- there's a problem with me is like I always like when I when I was a kid on the playground and people would pick on me, I would never cry. And then when the guy would come over and say, "Stop picking on him," I'd start bawling because I feel so ashamed of myself for needing to be stuck up for. And so when Dave Dave came up and was like, "Come on, Hulkamaniacs, it's not that bad a show," <laughs> I almost started crying. I was I, like, I, it's terrible. I, it's I, that I, bad a show. I say we, I say we end the show playing the Ty Brixton so- theme song while you body surf and fart all over the entire yeah. audience. <laughs> yeah. Body surf and fart. No, body don't, surf and fart. Don't set me up for failure. You know that my back is hamburger. No, but, but that's like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be therapeutic to be rolled gently through human hands? You've obviously never had actual back problems in your life. <laughs> uh, well, how about some good old fashioned butt chugging? <laughs> I mean, it can't hurt, man. We already wait in the show. No one's. Who's gonna butt chug? You're no, gonna butt. You? Chug. How? How is that possible? <laughs> you, 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 right. Well, that's, that's not chugging. That's that's that's, that's, a butt that's what absorbing butt really is. <laughs> Everyone does that. I did that before. Everyone the show. does that. Emily, I'm Emily's, doing it right Emily's now. on her second uh, tampon. Yeah, I'm like, keep them coming. <laughs> Aaron's like, end the show. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, five, four, three, <laughs> two, cliffhanger! <laughs> Emily, everybody, please welcome her. Thank you. I love you, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Dave Klein, Demorge Brown, Spencer Critton, I'm Jeff Davis, your mayor. Everybody at one, go up and hug him and tell him you love him and make him all sad. Dan Harmon. He's like a little sad baby. Emily, go. Give Dan a, give Dan a nice hug. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. 
Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.